The Bates Motel is open in Atlanta. Philly does it again. The Reich has been dismantled. And Dobbs sells his Regal Beagle share to Ritter. Next on Around the Couch. Welcome everyone to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcasting Network. Hey, if you want to check out all DVR sponsored pods, go to DVRpodcast.com. And if you want to get exclusive pods earlier than anyone else in the world, free of ads, etc., go to patreon.com slash DVR. And for a couple bucks a month, you can come a Patreon, support independent podcasting. We do podcasts. We've done Mayor of Kingstown. We've done Game of Thrones, all kinds of great shows. And right now, uh, Ando and Axel are doing Murder at the End of the World, the Brit Marling uh, extraordinary series on FX Hulu. So you can get that. And uh, we have, we'll have surprise guests. As you know, we do Yellow Jackets. So Gina, Jenny, everyone uh, comes aboard and uh, does a little potting on the DVR Podcasting Network. So become part of the family. And we have a Facebook group and all that good stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So join the community. So Axel is finishing up his Zach Wilson documentary. So he's not here tonight, but I got me, Heath Solo. I'm with my boys, Ando and BTK, a.k.a. Brett, a.k.a. Let's use B. John Robinson, finally. And we're here to talk. <laughs> uh, week 12, the past weekend, and then, of course, week 13. So uh, we're here. Uh, football season is in full effect. We're approaching December. Uh, so... I want to check in with We're the actually guys. Two thirds of the way through, officially. Whoa! So it's, two thirds of the way through. Uh, Speaking of George's bulldog, weeks. that's <laughs> Eighteen weeks, and we've completed twelve of them. So I know Axel is bad at math, but he's not here today. I think that is two thirds. Twelve divided by eighteen. Well, BTK twelve. I, I can't, I'm not going to do math right now, but <laughs> two thirds is a lot. That's a lot. This season goes by so damn fast. We wait for it for so long, and then it just boom, boom. We just had Thanksgiving. Boom. Before you know it, Christmas will be here. How you doing, BTK? What's what's going on in Athens, Georgia right now? Well, I'm doing really well. I'm doing better than last week. I'm uh, getting over a, a cold, um, so I uh, may have a few sniffles, but other than that, I'm feeling much better. Um, and so is the city of Athens. We are all uh, jacked and, and ready for the big SEC championship game Saturday. Um, this is probably that's probably the this is probably the most nervous I've been about a game since that uh, Ohio State semifinal game last year. As far as just it could go, go either way in my head, but we can talk about that on the love seat. We can, and uh, we will. <laughs> but I think you're going to have no problem. Brock is due for like three touchdowns. McConkey too. George is going to crush Bama. Speaking of crushing yeah. Bama, how about them gophers? Ando, welcome to the pod, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good to talk tonight because it's basically been a, a week a weekend of misery in Minnesota for football fans. So 
this will this will be a, a nice pick me up, I hope. <laughs> yeah, and the twins are cutting payroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just fun all around. Uh, shockingly, the Timberwolves, the worst team in professional sports history, is in first place in the Western Conference. So maybe I'm just going to have to jump back on the Timberwolves bandwagon. I haven't been on in a while, so they're awesome. But everything else in Minnesota sports right now is terrible. <laughs> well, we'll have to start around the hoop. Yeah, talk exactly. about T Wolves, Celtics, yeah. Hawks. And Axel's team, who knows, the Supersonics, they don't exist, <laughs> but we'll pretend they do. All right. So, uh, or we cannot talk about the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Oh, we cannot talk about the Hawks. Yeah, th- that is true. Uh, we-, we can talk about the Dominique Wilkins days. Uh, uh, Dominique, one of my <laughs> well, all time favorite players. Aren't the Blazers still in Portland? Oh, yeah. Axel <laughs> could be a Portland Blazer. They lost Robert Williams, Time Lord for the year, and uh, Dame Lillard. Oh, yeah, Lillard. Dame Lillard was traded to Milwaukee. Yep. They have Scoot Henderson, who got, like, hurt in the first week, their first-round pick. So, yeah, <laughs> things are going great in Portland. Um, but anyway, let, 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 let's yeah, get let's, on. Let's get on to How are the Timbers doing? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> a little MLS going on. I used to be a big MLS fan when uh, – I almost said Gordon Beckham. He was a – infielder for the White Sox when David Beckham yeah, came to the baseman, Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when David Beckham came to the Galaxy, I actually went to some games in Carson, California, and I was a huge Galaxy fan for a good section of like five to seven years because Beckham was awesome. I got to see Beckham live, and I just like when I would be there live at a game, I would just yell. I'd be like, bend it, bend it like Beckham. Like I kept <laughs> – Kept like bend it, like it was. It, it I'm was sure all the hardcore there. soccer fans just sat there and shook their heads at you. Oh, especially young Indian women who knew the, the movie, <laughs> of course. And I, and I think Kara Knightley lookalikes. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I I I was hooked on MLS for a while there, and uh, I have I still have two of my Beckham Galaxy jerseys. They're really nice to wear. Uh, anyway. But extra, extra, late edition paper here. We got some news to, to, to hit first. So Jonathan Taylor out a couple weeks, maybe two to four. He's got thumb surgery. Big, big news. Ando, any, any comments on uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts' chances here? The Colts, I mean, they're shockingly sitting at the seventh seed. I don't think they really... They, they don't. They can't even believe they have a real shot at making the playoffs, do they? I, the Texans are coming up strong behind them. I don't know. Jonathan Taylor hasn't really been that much of a factor this year. Anyways. Yeah. What I've Carter learned Minshew. over the last few years, Minshew, BTK. <laughs> what I've learned over the last few years since they added the seven seed is that they've just like watered down the first round. I, I've yet to see a seven seed that I felt deserved to make the playoffs. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's at least – I mean, I look at it as, yeah, when you look at it, the seven seeds aren't the greatest. But you know what? At least it gives your team a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> and they're going to get waxed by the two seed. I mean, unless – some miracle happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, this year these... though, this year on the AFC though, I mean, what if the Bills sneak in there as a seven seed? That yeah, there you go. I mean, that, that would be a scary seven seed if yeah. the Bills make the seven, True. and you're say the Dolphins or the Jags or whatever at the two seed. You're like, 
whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So, so I mean, not that I think I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that's going to happen with the way Buffalo's been playing so inconsistently, but they would yeah. be a scary team in the first round for anybody, I would think. That is true. But most of the time, that, that two versus seven matchup is like a double digit spread, I feel like. I think you're right. So it's, it's, yeah. it's good for us betters. Um, <laughs> but speaking of seventh seeds, the Carolina Panthers will not be making a seventh seed as they are one in 10. And they, on Monday morning, we're recording this on Wednesday evening, Frank Reich was fired. And pretty much uh, Frank Reich says he's done with coaching. I think he's done. Uh, Lombardi has talked about how. Well, the way they played this year, I think he was done coaching before they even started this season, didn't he? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sorry. This I is the, no, no, no. This is the thing. Uh, Mike Lombardi was talking about how when he was with the Colts and he they gave a high pick for Carson Wentz and he staked his claim on Carson Wentz because he was with Philly yeah. during you know the Philly a Super Bowl win run year when Wentz got hurt Foles won but and when they choked at Jack a bad Jacksonville team and didn't make the playoffs all they had to do was win and it just went downhill from there and. It just seems like things didn't get off to a good start. And do you guys remember a few weeks ago, uh, Reich was doing a press conference, and he he kind of was like opened up the curtain about him and and Tepper, the owner. And it seemed like it was like, yeah, it was Tepper's idea to draft Bryant Young, and he kind of was like, yeah, well, I think we talked s- about it. I think we talked about it briefly, and I think a little bit, kinda, yeah. We all kind of said it sounds like a guy that doesn't plan on being around very much longer. Exactly, and <laughs> and one of the things I think either Bill Simmons or Mike Lombardi talked about how Tepper, you know, is you know billionaire, NFL owner, and the last thing you want to do is upset or make the owner look bad, and. That's what he kind of did. And even Tepper's press conference the last couple of days was really weird. And it just it's just a bad situation in Carolina. BTK, I know in the offseason you said if Bryant Young goes to the Panthers, they're going to win the division. But I don't think you foresaw how bad this team became. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I, uh, I am occasionally wrong. Um, little Jerry Orbach from I Dirty thought, Dancing. <laughs> I, I when I'm Bryce wrong, Young I admit was, when I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would have picked Bryce Young in that spot as well as far as the best quarterback in the draft. But clearly, uh, C.J. Stroud appears to be the best. And then uh, it's probably too early to call Bryce Young a best, but he has just looked so bad this year. Um, but like you said, I mean, he has nobody around him. So – I I don't, last year they were seven and ten though they were like right there. I know everybody in that division was seven and ten except eight the eight and nine Buccaneers. So yeah, they're all bad teams, but man, they they were not this bad last year. No, yeah, no, they weren't. And, they have regressed a lot, quite a bit. And I'm going to say this: I know we're high on C.J. Stroud because he's defying expectations in Houston. Now, Bryce Young, I was never super high on him, but he's not as bad as 1 in 10. I mean, this team itself is bad. You put Bryce Young on a better team, I do think the team 
is better. Like if you put him on Atlanta, I think I think he excels personally. I, you know, at first I was like, this dude, there's no way he's too small, whatever. But watching him play, I think I think he's gonna be okay. I really do. And I'm I'm not about to say he's a bust now and whatnot. You know, I mean he hasn't played well, but it's tough with these rookie quarterbacks because you go on a such a bad team, it, it's almost impossible for you to succeed. So, and we True. talked I mean, about he's coming it from Alabama too. So he's yeah, right. He's coming from <laughs> his offensive line in college is probably better than what he's working with right now. Right, and his coaching staff isn't Saban's staff, you know. Well, it's like I mean, we frankly, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about quarterbacks too, and how. Like with Jalen Hurts, how he's in the perfect situation for him to develop him in that. They know what to do with him. And I I don't think Reich and those guys maybe don't know what to do with or with uh, uh, Young. So, I mean, Young, right. I, I think it's way too early to, like, I mean, I think I said in one of our text chains, Troy Aikman had a 1-15 record, and so did uh, Peyton Manning. I mean, in their early years. Actually, and, I'm going to correct true. you, Andrew. Or 2-14 Aik- or something. What was it? No, Aikman wasn't the quarterback when they got the one win. It was Steve Walsh. <laughs> I think Aikman was like 0-11 yeah, or something. So or, like, or like, and, and Walsh was like, I think he might have been like 0-10 and, and Walsh was like 2-4 and four or whatever. Yeah. Or 1-4. But yeah, no, no, but it, that's the thing. Aikman was terrible in 89. He got hurt. Peyton Manning was awful. I mean, so... You know, I mean, and Josh I, Allen wasn't the greatest. I think Young looks, wor- Lung, looks, looks worse, too, because like you've talked about before with Stroud, Stroud looks so damn good. He's exceeded expectations by so much that it makes Young look even worse in comparison. I sure, think, so. sure. And, and and the big thing is, is Carolina gave up a King's ransom to move up to get Young. Mm-hmm. And that looks bad. And mm-hmm. for what we're hearing, the owner wanted Young. He okayed it. But that that's another thing because look at what the Panthers are doing and they don't have their fucking pick. Chicago has their number one pick. That just yeah. uh that's well, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Panthers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they also gave up a second rounder in next year or twenty twenty two. Yes, yeah, great job. Yeah, great job. Great job, Carolina. And I you know what I can't stand? There's this new AT&T commercial. I mean, it's been going on forever. It's with Lily. I love Lily, but it's on a plane, and it's this girl next to her, and the the I think one of the Key and Peel or whatever is in it. And I just I it, that commercial annoys me. Anyway, sorry, I'm watching the Georgia Georgia Tech game, and that commercial keeps popping up, but I freaking hate it. I don't know why I don't like this commercial so much. Anyway, all right, let's move on. So Marcus Peters, you remember Marcus Peters? Was like, wasn't he the dominant DB for the Ravens uh, not too long ago? Uh, got released by the Raiders. Um, just thought that was of note. Um, where, you know, you have one of the top cornerbacks. I remember he was picking passes off like crazy. And when you get released by the Raiders, you know something's going on. So uh, just want to throw that out there. Um, well, and there's uh, there's been a couple of those because who there was uh, who was it that was released last week? There was a defensive tackle from um, where the heck is he? He's been talking. Oh, to the Leonard Cowboys. for the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. Yeah, yeah. He signed a big contract with the Colts. 
um, I forget his first name, but I know the last name is Leonard. And he visited the Cowboys, and I was visiting the Eagles. Um, so I guess he was underperforming, what have you, got released. Oh, Shaq. And now Shaq, Shaquille. Shaquille Leonard? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you wonder, like, sometimes these players, they're, like, amazing, and then all of a sudden they just drop off. And a lot of it probably has to do with injury and, you know, something holding them back. And, you know. Well, and I think um, sometimes some of that stuff happens when it's it's tied to some weird salary incentive or something, and if they cut by a certain well, point, yeah. they don't have to pay it. And that salary cap stuff is so hard to follow. I mean, hell, I don't even know if the teams know how to do it so half the time. <laughs> True. Uh, speaking of salary, so BTK, I got a little something for you. So Aaron Rodgers was uh, activated, <laughs> okay to practice, and it looks like he's week 16 to return. So I know Axel is like salivating at the mouth, but the Jets probably aren't going to be in it. Sorry, Axel, but the Jets are terrible. And uh, I mean, is it? Would it? Why are they reporting this? It makes no (laughs) sense that a forty-year-old quarterback will come back from an Achilles in like three and a half months. I mean, I think they're reporting it because the reporters are obsessed with Aaron Rodgers, so they they'll know they'll get clicks. And then Aaron Rodgers is making sure the news is out there because he wants to read his name in the news. So <laughs> I was going to say he's, he's just as obsessed with the reporters as the reporters are with him. It's a mutual love fest between them. I think. Yes. He's cleared to practice. Oh I, I don't know what that means. Maybe he's allowed to stand there and throw balls through a hoop or something. <laughs> I, I doubt that he's doing a whole lot of the practice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I mean, this team is. I sorry, Axel again and Manny, but the Jets are just. Oh, you know. I get upset when the Cowboys underperform and lose in the divisional round, but man, the Jets, they're just the Jets. It's, it's sad. You got freaking Susan Boyle as the quarterback right now. I mean, throws that Hail Mary, doesn't make the end zone, and then it was returned for a touchdown. (laughs) I mean, I've never seen that in my life. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's... the Jets are just one of those franchises that are they they just keep to the story of they're just they're kind of like the Chicago Cubs for a hundred years before they finally broke through. They're just like kind of like the lovable losers. They can't get it right. I mean, it, it was just set up perfectly for Aaron Rodgers to finally put them over the hump, and you know. I mean, just... Tom Petty even said, even the losers get lucky sometimes. The Jets don't get lucky sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, they're... Well, maybe I next mean, year's their year. Is, yeah, that's how you got to look at it. Well, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy... Well, you know, they better I get mean, some old line help. I mean, maybe they get the number two pick and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. So all of a sudden you got Harrison and Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers and Bracey Altman. Well, oh, there you go. And, I mean, and, and there's the lead. There's the lead there. If I'm the Jets, I mean, if I'm a Jets fan, I want to lose the rest of the way and get a higher pick because if you add a top pick in the first round, a top pick in the second round, and Rodgers is coming back, you're, you know, 
it's just a benefit because you ain't winning the Super Bowl this year. So what's the point of winning? Yeah, you get get two high picks in the top 40 picks, two picks. You can get two starters. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if you get Marvin Harrison? Like yeah. you said, then you got Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harrison to throw to. All of a sudden, you got the best wide good. receiving crew in the league. Yeah, yeah. Because Marvin yeah. Harrison yeah. Jr. is the real deal. He's a I mean, miss. he's got his – he might be better than his dad. And he he is – he's making that uh, Ohio State QB look a lot better than mm. the QB is. 100%. But he, he's a stud. He's a stud. So – and I'd hate to see him go to the Bears and have oh. choppy feels thrown on him. Oh, God. But we'll talk about that on the love seat. <laughs> All right. And the last thing I have in news. So we're down to 25 finalists for the Hall of Fame, guys. The 2024 Hall of Fame. It includes first-time uh, ballot members, Antonio Gates, tight end from the Chargers, Julius Peppers, defensive end for Carolina, Green Bay, Chicago, you got Syracuse's own Dwight Freeney still on the ballot. Jared Allen, Minnesota Viking. Andre Johnson from the U. Darren Woodson, my all-time favorite safety from the Cowboys. Eddie George, Torrey Holt, David Hester from the U, amongst other players. So um, when you look at this list, like, I mean, I look at names that I love to watch playing, but do you really see, like, Hall of Famer? I know some of these Sure, if they make it, they're Hall of Famers, but I don't know if it's a age thing or whatnot, but like, you know, I'm not seeing any Dick Butkus or Lawrence Taylor or anything on this list. No obvious uh, first ballot Hall of Famers. Right, um, right. Well, Julius Peppers is number four all-time in sacks. See, that to me yeah. is amazing. I mean, like he when was you think about that. He had, he had a few years there where he was the most dominating defensive player in the league. That's true. That is true. true yeah, I would say he's probably the top of, of this list that you wrote down for me. Mm-hmm. I would probably put him number one. And I think yeah. uh, Gates is up on the touchdown all-time touchdown list. Get, Antonio Gates is 14th. So, yeah, I mean, and Gates kind of like – I think when Gates – he kind of – I'm not going to say rejuvenized the tight end position, but he was pretty freaking dominant. Yep. For many he was, years, he was one, him and Tony Gonzalez. Kind of, they did kind yeah, of. Yeah, him and Tony G, and then Witten, and, and then of course Grant came came along. But I mean, the way I um, like to look at Hall of Fame kind of stuff is, I like to think like for surefire guys or first ballot or whatever you want to say. I like to think were they the best player at their position in the league at any time? So right. like Pe- Peppers, Gates, and I mean, I think there's an argument for maybe not first ballot, but Devin Hester. I mean, that guy changed games. He, you know, he won I'm games you, for the Bears, though. multiple games for them. Multiple I am times. so with you. I am so with you. Devin Hester was such a game changer, and he did it for many years. You remember when the Chiefs' Tameric Vanover was oh, like yeah. one of the most exciting players? I mean, it was for a couple of years, but Hester did it for like his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, down to the Super Bowl. I believe he returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown against the Colts. And I mean, um, I that rainy Miami Super Bowl. Hester's got to be the best kick returner of all time. I mean, I'd be, I'd, I can't think of anybody you put ahead of him. So shouldn't the best at, at a position be in the in the Hall of Fame? That would be my argument for him. Yeah, no, I, I, I freaking agree. agree with you. I agree. Does BTK agree? Do you agree? Is that, was, do we get an agreement yes. from yeah. you? 
I agree. Hester should be and will be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know about this year, but yeah, he might first ballot. Right. He might not be. That's that's well. What? I think Hester's been on the ballot before. Gates and Peppers are the only first time ballots out of the list. I mean, out of the twenty five, I just kind of hand selected mm-hmm. favorite players of mine. Um, but oh yeah, I like um, a lot. I love or like almost all these players you list. Andre Johnson, I'm a huge fan. Eddie Andre George, Johnson. I was a fan of. Jared I mean, Allen, Andre of Johnson was yeah. on some bad Texans teams, but he was dominant. But Jared Allen, man, he, he was, was. I mean, with the Chiefs and the Vikings. Yep. I mean, he was the man. Those first three or four um, years here, when they traded for him, and I remember people were actually because he had, I think he had led the AFC in sacks, and the Vikings traded a first round pick for him. There was people who were pissed about it here. And I was like, really? they obviously didn't watch football. And I mean, he went to yeah. be awesome for the Vikings for four or five years after that. Dude, he was he was awesome. And, you know, and Tory Holt, man, I think he cool. deserves it. He's been on the ballot a couple of years. He he deserves it. And, you know, so. the thing with Andre Johnson, he used to be one of my all time favorites. I always wish he would have stayed healthier because he had so many yeah. injuries. I think he would have been even higher up on the list if he had stayed healthy. But he still played a lot. But he had a lot of injury yeah. issues. And just and if. I think Andre Johnson would have been in already if he was on one of those top teams. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, that yeah, he was, was on in the playoffs a lot. Yeah. And he was on a lot of bad Texans teams. Yep. I mean, I remember one year he won a, a fantasy league for me. And I was just like, you know, I loved him that's, at the U. That's part of why I loved him because he won some fantasy. He, he won me some <laughs> money in fantasy a couple of times too. Yeah, Andre Johnson. I hope, I hope my boy Darren Woodson gets in. Uh, he just, he was a linebacker at Arizona state and became one of the best safeties. I mean, you know, when the the safety position has changed since the nineties, they've gone, they don't, you don't have that big hard hitting safety anymore. It's more of a D back who can stop the run, but, um, yeah, we'll see. But it, 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 it's funny as I, I feel like I'm getting older. As these Hall of Famers start coming out, and I'm like, "Damn it!" Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get to around the league and our teams. Uh, let's talk the game of the week, and you know how our listeners know how we feel about the Eagles, <laughs> but the Eagles somehow came back and beat the Bills in OT, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Was definitely the game of the week. Josh Allen had the game of his life. The Bills had over 500 yards in offense, and they just couldn't do it. And like Lombardi said, the Eagles, yeah, Super Bowl hangover. Uh, for the first 50 minutes, they don't play as well, and then that last 10 minutes, they come to, they come in and win the game. Um, this Eagles team can be beat. But they're just not getting beat. But it can happen. <laughs> Brett, talk to me, Goose. Right. They're going to probably get the one seed. I know they have the Niners this week. But, like, why does this team keep freaking winning? They're a really good team. They're just uh, – they don't have many weaknesses. Um, and they get, they're getting a lot of luck. That is true. I mean, I don't, I don't want to blame it on like the official, the officiating, and uh, you know, their opponents making dumb mistakes, etc. But that has been happening a lot in these close games. So it doesn't matter in the NFL because a win is a win, and they, they're, you know, they're good enough to capitalize on mistakes. 
their defense is good enough to keep games close. If their offense is not doing well, their offense is good enough to to score if if the game is close late. So they're just an all around pretty solid team. I'm not sure if they're going to win the Super Bowl or even get the one seed because I they could definitely lose to the Niners, the Cowboys, and some random other team if they have an off day. So I don't well, know if they're just this... going to run the table and go 16 and one. But well, this like is Andy has mentioned, they probably are the best team in the league right now. This is the thing real quick on that schedule. If they can lose to the Niners and lose to the Cowboys, they will be tied with the Cowboys as long as the Cowboys take care of business against the Seahawks. But then they play the Giants twice in Arizona. So I, I just don't see them losing there. So they're like – them not losing this game and not losing in Kansas City, I think, screwed it all up for the Cowboys to try to get the division. Um, but you're right. Yeah. This team, They're the odds-on favorite for the one seed for sure, but that doesn't mean they, they are, can't lose. But they can be beat. They can be beat. Yeah. They really can. But if they keep winning like this, they're going to win a Super Bowl. But honestly, I, I like the chances of the Cowboys going to Philly in the playoffs and beating them. I don't like the chance the Cowboys go, then going to San Francisco and beating them. But Ando, what 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 is your take on this Eagles well, I, bullshit? I think, like <laughs> Brett said, I do think they're the best team right now. But I think it's not because they're a great team. It's because they have the least amount of holes on the team. They have the least amount of mistakes or weaknesses. Every team has got weaknesses this year. There's no super team. And when you just I'm just looking back at their 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 season. They have seven one win or one score losses, or excuse me, one score wins. Seven of their ten wins are under under one score, and some of those are seven points to the Commanders, three points to the Commanders, five point win on the Patriots. I mean, those teams are not going to break the Vikings record from last year. This right, and you know yeah. what? The, and the the Eagles are media sure, darlings. Sure. Every single time the Vikings were talked about last year, it was. All these one-score wins. I mean, eventually that is going to catch up to you, just like they did with the Vikings. And I mean, I don't this I this 49ers Eagles game I think is the most important game we've seen in maybe all season because we're going to find out how good the Eagles yeah. team is with a full-strength 49ers team coming in there. That I've also thought when the 49ers are not injured, they are usually the best team. So I don't know what's I I don't think I like I say I think the Eagles are the most complete team right now. But I think they're very vulnerable, and I don't – even if they get the one seed, I could see somebody coming in there and knock them off. And you can only play with fire so long. Like like um, Lombardi was saying, like the first 50 minutes they play with the, the hangover, and then the last 10 minutes they play well, eventually that catches up to you. You can't yeah, you know, yeah, you can't just tempt I fate agree, like that all the time. Yeah, no, I agree. And right now, yeah, sure, they're the best team because they keep winning. But they're going to get beat. They're going to get beat. And that's why I think, you know what? I don't know if they win the Super Bowl, but I mean, it, it their defense is not even close to what it was last year. Their defense does give up some big plays and a lot. They just happen to like, you know, I, I look at Axel will love this. I look at the nineties and the Eagles I'm not going to say they remind me of those 90s Cowboys, but if you want to compare to what's going on right now, they seem like they're the Cowboys. 
but yet they lost the Super Bowl. The Niners seem like the Niners. The Cowboys kind of seem like the Packers or the Eagles, and the Lions are kind of that, like the way they were in the 90s. And I'm just like, but it it actually means nothing because history, they say history repeats itself, but it doesn't in this case. It's just a matter if their lucky ways and their fucking calls they get. There was at least three calls in that Bills game where they did not get flagged for stuff that I'm just like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, I mean, the Bills, they do have the refs like on their side. times in the first half. Yeah, it was like a ten to one penalty uh, ratio in the first half. Bills to Eagles. I mean, I mean, when you got the, the, I was saying, when you got the refs on your side and you're a, a good team, you're gonna win. And that's the thing. It's like Bradbury doesn't get flagged for certain, and it's just like frustrates me. And the Bills should have won this game. They didn't. God bless the brotherly shove and all that greatness. But and I love you, Bradley Cooper and Mike Trout. But I, I, I think you're gonna lose in the playoffs. I really do. Anyway, I do have to. Once you brought him up, I have to give him props. Did you guys see the clip of Bradley Cooper on Howard Stern yesterday, the day before? And Howard Stern I did asked, not. Howard Stern asked no. Bradley Cooper. He's like, "Okay, you got a Sophie's Choice here." Do you want to have, because he's got a new movie where he plays Liberace coming out in a couple weeks. And he's like, mm-hmm. do you want to win best picture, best director, best actor for that? Or would you want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? And Cooper's answer was Eagles Super Bowl. He didn't even think about it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I, I, I had to give the guy props. You know that, what? That's, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what, Bradley? I love Bradley Cooper. And you know, it's funny. When he first came on Alias, I was like, who is this dude? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who is this and then dork? by the yeah. by, by the end of season one, for those of you for alias fans, when he goes one in five, one in five, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was sold. And I it was I was upset that like he ended up getting phased out in alias, but then I followed his career and I freaking love Bradley Cooper. I just wish he wasn't an Eagles fan. Um that's, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite ever, people. Yeah. I really like our, him too. Our Eagles it's, fans. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn you. I'm like, Bradley Cooper, I want to love you 100%. But I only love you 90% because you're a damn Eagles fan. <laughs> can't but, go you all know, the way in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't go all the way in. <laughs> all right. So, and as we talked about, we already kind of hit the Frank Wright getting fired and that whole debacle. Um, but, all right, Brett, let, let, let's move on to Atlanta. The Falcons take over first place, bitches. They beat the Saints twenty-four to fifteen. Um, let's let let's talk some uh, Falcons. BTK Bijan getting a little. I know Ritter threw a couple of picks, but the Falcons beat those overrated Saints. I think the I think we're on a collision course for Falcons Cowboys wild card round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that is probably the odds on uh favorite for the uh, wild card round yeah. right now but as far as the four versus five yeah um you know the saints are overrated um maybe andy was right when he said that the saints should not go back to Derek carr they should just start Jameis winston for the rest of the year <laughs> because Derek carr did come back for this game oh, he's and awful. 
he, I mean, he was awful. But at the same time, the Saints were moving the ball kind of at will uh, between the 20s. And the, the Falcons defense was able to stiffen up and kept them out of the end zone all game long. They had five field goals and they mm. had two turnovers. I think both of them were in the red zone. So they basically made it to the red zone like almost seven times, give or take. Right. Um, so the Falcons still, the defense still gave up a lot of plays to the crappy Saints. Um, the offense turned the ball over twice. Uh, but they did look better, especially Bijan. You know, the playmakers looked pretty good. Um, the offensive line looked really good this game. So, you know, I'll take the W coming off of a bye. You had two weeks to prepare. I, I don't know how, how much it means as far as how, if I should really buy into this team, though. I mean, I know they're five and six. The Saints are five and six. The Buccaneers are four and seven, and then the Panthers are one and ten. That's the NFC South right now. So, Atlanta, yeah, baby, New Orleans are tied for first. Atlanta has the head-to-head tiebreaker at the moment, and actually they're three and zero in their division, so they're looking good on tiebreakers. But I'm not at all sold that they're going to win this division. Um, I mean, I'm sure that they're the Vegas favorites right now, but it would not shock me at all if they went two and four over their next six games. I mean, they're just not uh, trustworthy right now. Their coaching is still not good. Um, I I had mixed feelings about the game because, you know, if they if they lose out, maybe there's a better chance that they get rid of their head coach and maybe you know get a new quarterback. The more that they win, the more likely they're going to keep the coaching staff in place and they're going to keep Desmond yeah. Ritter. And I just don't see that as a as, as the long-term answer. And I don't want to be stuck in this no man's land for the next several years. Like we have been like those last few years under Dan Quinn. And then the first few years since then, I feel like we're still stuck there. And even if we win the division, you know, I, I don't want to be too pessimistic though, because, you know, Arthur Smith is still a young coach. He can grow, he can get better. Uh, maybe Desmond Ritter. I mean, he can get better. You know, that could happen. I just hope that they don't put all of their eggs in one basket like they have been known to do in the past. And if there's a quarterback on the board next year, can please consider taking him. Um, you know, that, that's where I'm at right now. So, but they have a chance to win the division. I just, I'm not going to, uh, and they have an incredibly easy schedule, but they have lost to the Titans. The uh, the Commanders, Ugh. the uh, Cardinals. Ugh. Um, the, <laughs> Sorry, the Cowboys. Sorry, the Cowboys. They've, <laughs> they've lost so uh, three other teams with the Lions, the Jaguars, and the – I can't think right now. But anyway, they've lost really bad teams with bad quarterbacks this year. And they go up to the New York Jets on Sunday afternoon. Oh, we got another and, around uh, the couch bowl coming up. <laughs> yep. Here it I comes. love it. And if, if people in Atlanta are like, yeah, baby, chalk up another win, I would not I would not be as confident as, as to say that. Well, as if you bad can't as the Jets Susan have been. Boyle from you know American <laughs> Idol, then yeah. You know, I hear you, Brett. I hear what you're saying. And and it's tough because 
if you do win the division, go to the playoffs and say you get knocked out by the Cowboys. It's like, really, was it worth it? Uh, and then do they, like you said, do they keep the coach and go another year with Ritter? And, you know, so it's almost like it, it, it's a tough situation to be in because you add, say, a Michael Penix Jr. or whatever in the late, in the mid rounds to this team. I mean, I believe this team, I mean, you can improve that defense with some signings, some draft picks. But if you get a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over, you can you can win this division for the next several years. So it's true. I just I, I hope you're right. And I hope even if they make the playoffs and lo- say they lose in the first round or get a big win. The worst thing you can, you can want is them to beat the Cowboys and then lose to the Eagles because then it's like, well, you know, you know, you need another quarterback. I mean, Ritter is unfortunately he's just not the guy. And it doesn't seem so and he turned the ball over two more times in this game. That was his Exactly, exactly. And he, and, and, he, it, and he did could cannot shake it. Yeah. So and I I still wonder why they didn't play him in the preseason. And I know everyone in Atlanta is thinking the same thing, including <laughs> our own Brett Factual. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, but I mean, cause you have this talent and Lombardi has talked about this a lot, how, you know, you got your tight end, you got your receiver, you got your running back, but you have no quarterback, and maybe the old line needs some help. And it's like, like the Giants, Barkley is just getting wasted because they've never had a quarterback with them. And if you think Daniel Jones is the answer, <laughs> you know, so it, it's just like you need to 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 build within and then eventually get your skilled players. But um, but you know what, Atlanta is must see TV every week. And I, I'm rooting for your Falcons until they play my Cowboys. So, um, you know, if I if I was in your spot, Brett, because I've watched I watched that whole Saints game, almost that whole Saints game this last weekend, and I've seen them a couple times, and it just seems like they're a coaching change and a quarterback away from having a really good offense. I mean, they're finally starting to That's use Bijan, but there was five or six weeks in the beginning of, every week. I think I asked you why is it Bijan getting carries. I mean, part of that was because right. he was on my two of my fantasy leagues, but the other reason is because <laughs> he's a damn good player, and I don't understand it. And you have him and Algier, so you got a great one-two running punch. You got London and Kyle Pitts. You got guys that can catch the ball and make plays on on offense. But obviously, the coaches yeah. don't, or the quarterback, or a combination don't know how to get those guys the ball. So, I, well, see, this is the problem, Ando. I think their mentality with Bijan was let's gradually. Get him in the get him involved. Don't overuse him. And then on the stretch run, let's start ramping him up. But you don't have that team that has that luxury. You have say, to use them. You, you know, you, yeah. in my mind, if you're playing a shitty team like the Titans that is, it can be easily beaten, why would you not feed the hell out of your best player? And make, that, that's the thing. That's, Their mentality for you for Bijan's usage is that of a team that's already established and doing well and got a rookie running back and is saving them. But it's like, dude, you need wins now. You're mm-hmm. not a great team. And so, right. I, yeah. I, That's why my, my fear for you is, like like you said, you're, 
they, they do just well enough to keep the coach and keep Ritter. And you're stuck in this weird mediocrity funk for three or four years and you waste all of Bijan and Pitts and London's prime. Yeah, it's like having Jason Garrett. Right. Yeah. And being mediocre. Exactly why. Eight and eight. Eight yeah. and eight. And Arthur oh, Smith God. or Arthur Blank, the owner, is he's he's the opposite of Teppers. <laughs> he his fuse is right. too long instead of too short. Like he'll be too loyal. So he'll he'll keep Arthur Smith around for indefinitely. Uh, he's you know what Blake needs to do mind to fire him. He needs to go to Home Depot and just ask everyone, <laughs> like, what do you think I should do? Yeah, start serving the Home people Depot on the people. Yeah, seriously. All right, let's move on. Uh, for Axel's Jets, they lose bl- the first ever Black Friday game to the Dolphins 34 13. Lachlan, Dolphins defeated your daddy's team. And I'm going to pose this to Lachlan. I got a bet for Lachlan. So Christmas Eve, the Dolphins and Cowboys play. So I need I need some sort of bet with a Dolphins fan. And Lachlan's one of the few Dolphins fans I know. So Lachlan, if the Dolphins win, I will buy you a jersey of your choice. Well, from the eBay Ooh. guy, because he's cheaper. So like, you know. <laughs> a cool Dolphins jersey that he sells. I'm not going to go buy the $250 jersey. Sorry. I just, you know, I got a family to feed. Uh, and in and, return... And Blu-rays to buy. And Blu-rays to buy. <laughs> and in turn, I, you know, I'm thinking, of like, what should I have Lachlan do at the end? So I'm like, Lachlan, when I come to visit you and your dad, which was going to be in January, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's probably going to be next fall. Then you have to watch a movie of my choice, and you have to stay there with me and your dad and watch the whole movie. So that's the bet. If the Dolphins win on Christmas Eve, I buy you a jersey. If the Cowboys win, you're going to have to sit there and watch a movie of my choice that you're going to have to sit through, and you can't leave. So there you go, Lachlan. That's, That's the bet. So um, I think we need to make the ha- next week have maybe like a two minute cameo of Lachlan appearing on the podcast with his answer. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Like, you know, I might make him watch the Wizard of Oz. Who knows? Or, oh, yes. you know, or murder, murder at the drive in or whatever that massacre, <laughs> massacre at the drive in. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. You know, it's going to be something. But Lachlan, if, I, if the Cowboys beat your Dolphins, you have to sit through and hang out with me and your dad. And and you and we you have to sit through the whole movie, not play with Legos, not cook cold hot dogs, but sit there and watch the movie. So, or it could be two hours of Lost. I make you watch the Lost pilot. That could be it. <laughs> I, I haven't decided yet, but that's that's the deal. Let me know if you accept. And uh, on Christmas Eve, okay. So. Yeah, the Jets lost to the Dolphins on Black Friday. Do we really need to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, we talked about the Hail Mary return for oh. a touchdown. Al Michaels is like, hey, all right. I play. I love announcing these games. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. All right. All right, we're moving on. Hey, the Cowboys. They cover as they beat the Riveras 45 to 10. Um I had picked the commanders to cover because the Cowboys usually play tight games with their division, you know, but what a joke. 
this team is so bad. How did this team go into New England and beat New England? I guess New England's that bad. I don't know. But it, it you know, it was a fun Thanksgiving. But again, they were covering is, through the first three quarters, though. That fourth they? quarter, they went off. It's kind of like that Colts game last year where yeah. it was like close. And right, the right, quarter, right. They just went off. Yeah. And that's the thing about this Cowboys team, guys. It, I mean, they destroy these bad teams. And I've never seen a team like this destroy the bad teams and then just lose to the top teams. I, it's usually, oh, kind of a close game or what. But they, I mean, they just, dis- I mean, the thing, the key in this game, the pass rush was non existent for, for Washington. And Dak had all time to throw all time to throw. And and when you give a, a professional quarterback all time to throw, you're going to lose. And so it sucks because I want to enjoy this game and be like, whoa, we crushed the red commies. But I know it's like when we play the Eagles or the Dolphins, it's, it's, it's just frustrating. So I don't know. I, I mean, I want to enjoy this. And it's better than losing. It's better than it coming down to the wire against a crap team. But the Cowboys have a gauntlet coming up. They got the Hawks. They got the Eagles. Then they got like the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions. So if if, if they can go two and two in those games, I'll be happy. Um, but if they go one and three, then I'm like. Okay, we might beat the Atlanta Falcons, but then we'll lose. I don't know. Well, they I mean they uh, only that that uh they had a chance to win that game in Philly. I mean, and we just well, a few minutes ago we just I mean they did have a chance. Yeah. I know they didn't win it, but they had a chance to. And, oh, they should have. Yeah. yeah, and uh we just called Philly the best team in the league here about 10 minutes ago. So, I think you can it's okay to be a little excited about your team, Heath. Yeah, no, I know. It just, I mean, Dak's because, playing the best he's ever played in his career the last month. I mean, there's true, there's, there's good. I mean, there's still the McCarthy of it all. And what's what the hell is he going to pull the out McCarthy of his ass? But... Of it all. <laughs> um, if Philly yeah, gets the no. buy, then the Cowboys, as the four seed, also get a buy if they go to Atlanta. So, or New Orleans, <laughs> or whatever. So that's basically a buy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's funny if it wasn't social media and if we, it wasn't so much, I'd probably be more excited, but I just know what goes on and then it goes in my head and, you know, it, in this gauntlet, they got it. They got basically, they got to beat Seattle. They got to split between Buffalo and Miami and they got to beat Detroit at home. And then they have Washington, whatever. If they can do that, then I'm, I'm psyched for the playoffs. Um, but if they go one and three or something, if they, if they say they beat Seattle at home, but then they lose Miami and Buffalo, ah, I, then I'm like, what the frig, but eh, we'll see what happens. The Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Even if they lose out, they'll probably still make the playoffs. But one of my most disappointing outcomes this week was Monday night. Josh Dobbs, who he, he feels like a family friend, guys. You root for him. You just want – I mean, he played terrible. I mean, he was getting sacked in 
tossing up the ball for interceptions. Uh, the Vikings and will lose 12 to 10 to the bears and they should have won this game. And they, they actually should have either got killed or should have won the game. I know yeah. it's an extreme. Uh, you're, and, you're right. They should have lost by, they should have lost by three touchdowns or they should have won the game. That's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's um, weird to say that, but if you watch the game, it makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes totally fucking sense. I mean, and and the rumors is that O'Connell says, you know, they're going into the bye. They may make a QB change. Now, do they go to Mullins or Hall? Now, Hall on his first drive before he got concussed, I was excited about. He looked good. I even picked him up in our fantasy team because I just had this weird feeling Jaron Hall could be that yep. late season kind of guy that gets shit done. What it, so looked, what it, consider what the defense he was playing against, but yeah, he did look good. Right, right. Falcons. <laughs> Falcons so that means Dak will play really well against the Falcons. Oh God. You know, you know the Cowboys. Forty five to ten is what I predict that Cowboys Falcons. Dude, no, Cowboys are gonna lose to the Falcons and and then I'm gonna be all in to beat the Eagles, and then they're gonna fucking choke against the Eagles. No, you know what? Screw it. If the Falcons beat the Cowboys, Falcons beat the Eagles and play the Niners in the NFC Championship, and where me, you, me well, and Brett are just celebrating. Here's what. Here's one thing I can tell you about Jaron Hall, man. And you guys can tell me if you think this is a good thing or a bad thing. When Jaron Hall was a sophomore at BYU, he was the backup quarterback behind a Zach. Wilson. <laughs> oh no. So I don't know, you know if that's a good thing or not. That doesn't mean anything to me. I, I know. Yeah. It's just yeah, a funny no. little stat, I thought. No, that, that is, is funny. That is very funny. That is very funny. Um, you know, the the the, oh, the thing about that gets – I know I I think I had texted this to you guys at some point that night, and I was like, Dobbs, is, there's a reason he's a career backup, and because he is a career backup. And it's he, he played terrible. He was – I mean – a lot of people around here are saying it's it's O'Connell not making the right calls, and I'm like, no. Have you watched Dobbs no. before? It's Dobbs. He can't. He can't. Aikman did a beautiful job of explaining it when there was an out route from Hawkinson, and a lot most people that I were talking to or I saw on Facebook were saying Hawkinson ran the wrong route, and why didn't he run past the line of scrimmage? And Aikman said, no, it's not because Hawkinson did anything wrong. It's because Dobbs put the ball in the wrong spot, and he did that. He, he misses the wide open Addison for a touchdown. There was nobody within yeah. twenty yards of Addison. He would have. I mean, that would have been that would have been the game. And he threw the ball out of bounds. I mean, he's just not a. They can't. That's. I hope they move move to Hall because the upside is there. I mean, Mullins is a game manager type kind of guy when he has played. So he's not gonna. You know, he's not gonna do anything great. I wouldn't think. But I don't know. I mean, their Vikings are still in the seventh seed. So and yeah. Jefferson is coming back. Whether yeah, they can he, find a way to get Jefferson the ball is another question, but yeah, he is activated, and that that was one of the news I forgot to mention. Yeah, he is activated and probably will play in Week 13. So, I mean, I'm or not I'm not ready to completely jump ship because I do think the defense is good enough, and there is some there is some decent players on defense. I don't they're, they're not winning the Super Bowl, but they could get to the playoffs and win a game or maybe two if they if they get hot. The right guy gets hot, but I just. I'm starting to the the ship, the water is starting to come in the ship here, and I'm 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 still bailing the water out for a little while. We'll see what happens, but 
A bye is yeah. at a good time for this team right now because they have some soul searching to do, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, they should have won that game. Yeah. And well, they could have lost. Like yeah, you said, they could have lost it by a, a million. I agree with you on Dobbs. He's he's clearly a backup. Um, he's good enough to win a game here and there, but not good enough to to start all, you know, for you all year long. Um, but there's there's not 32 starting quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, that's that's also true. He's he's still probably a top 20 quarterback playing right now. That's the crazy thing. Or at yeah. least for starters. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like I say it was it was a tough game to watch. You guys watched most of it. I'm and it's it was just it was ugly. Ugly, ugly. losing to the Bears at home and and the Bears not scoring a touchdown and you only scoring one yeah. touchdown. It's the Bears. It's not. Oh God. That's. I mean, uh, just, let's just move on uh, from that poor shit game. Uh, yeah. unless, you, unless you guys have something else to add. No, we'll we'll move on. I'll, I'll just say this: Hawkinson's the man. If it wasn't for Hawkinson, a lot of those drives yes. wouldn't have. Hawkinson, he, he is, made some. He's awesome. Through. I'm, I'm glad say, the Mike's got him. Yep, I am too. Dobbs, I know Dobbs had four interceptions, but one of those was better than an incompletion because it came on fourth down. Yep. The Bears just bat down the ball. They don't lose like 10. <laughs> right, <seven>. right. Yep, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but, Ando, who is my who is my guy? Marte, Martellus Bennett? Oh, no. oh uh, Josh Mar- um, Metallus. Josh Metallus. Yeah. No, From, uh, Michigan State. I was impressed yep. with him. He is a guy that he was like a fifth or a sixth round draft pick, and he's every game he play he just gets better and better and better, and he's he's becoming one of the best players on that defense. I'm, no, he yeah, I like him. He's a playmaker. Yep, I I noticed him, and I'm like, damn, I like that dude. Yeah, he's uh, he's been he's got a lot of fans that's an actual here too. Foley guy. Yep, yeah, that's an actual Foley guy. Um. Yeah, that's so, they've got some playmakers on defense. So I say I'm not I'm not not completely abandoning the ship yet, but <laughs> like I said, starting to bail some water out here. Hopefully we can stay ahead of drowning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you see what can happen. You never know. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's tough because you had those expectations and it seems like when Dobbs didn't know the playbook, he played a lot better. That's <laughs> when he didn't know the play. Well, that's one of the tougher things is like <laughs> everybody loves Dobbs, even nationally. Everybody loves Dobbs. Oh, yeah. It's, we all love him. It's we like the him. exact opposite of Zach Wilson. Everybody hates Zach Wilson. Yep. And yep. it's like, so everybody, everybody here even wants Dobbs to do well because everybody loves the guy. So it's that yeah, makes no. it a little bit well, harder. You know how weird that is? Dobbs is like an astrophysicist, and Zach Wilson is like a a, a, a mommy. What, the complete the, opposite of an astrophysicist. What, what is that? <laughs> a mommy's friend. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. you know that, and that's the thing, and that's the weird thing about perception. Uh, and if you you know with the NFL, it's just certain dudes, a Gardner Minshew, you love, you just love his freaking attitude or whatever. Dobbs, you just love his story. 
Zach Wilson. Oh, he comes from a well-off family and he screws his mom's friends. Eh, we don't like him. Yeah, or like Carson Wentz <laughs> or those guys. Yeah, there's a whole narrative on guys and it's just yeah. oh, it's weird. It is kind of funny how uh, <laughs> but but you know, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. I, believe me, I I was the same. I was like I want Dobbs to succeed because he's that journeyman and he's that guy who just, you know, I, we love his story and and ah, man you know, you want him to succeed. It's kind of weird. And Zach Wilson were like, oh, he looks like a freaking, you know, it looks like problem. Ch- he could star in Problem Child 4 with John Ritter. It looks like you they know? won't let him on the roller coaster at the theme park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk. Uh, I know Axel wanted to talk about this. And, uh, you know, we uh, he's not on tonight because he's filming the Zach Wilson doc finale. Uh, somewhere in Portland, but uh, we, we, <laughs> let's talk playoff picture, like, kind of like what's going on right now. And I think, Ando, do we, do we want to hit kind of go back to what our predictions were to see where we were at? Uh, yeah, we can. I actually, instead of doing a bunch of stats from last week's games, that most of them weren't very good. I've got some nice fun little okay. nuggets let's from do that. Uh, our preseason pick that we can kind of laugh at some of them. And some of them are actually quite good. So yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So do we want to talk? Well, I think we could just kind of do the same thing at, at uh, all, all at once here. The So I went back and looked at what I because we did picked all the teams where we thought they were finished, all the playoff seedings, all that stuff. And so far, not this. these aren't in order, but uh, so far, let's see, out of the 32 teams, Solo, you've got 16 in the exact right spots right now. Oh like, shit! Yeah. Like the like the 49ers at first, the whatever that kind right, of thing. Right, right. I've got fourteen. Axel has fourteen. Brett has nine. But the uh, oh. di- division winners solo. You've got six out of two. If the if this would be if everything ends today, and uh-huh. it, this includes tiebreakers and everything. If you did tiebreakers, it would be different. Not include tiebreakers, but you you've got six division right. winners. I've got four. Brett has five, and Axel has four. Axel right now has, and I both have the entire NFC North wrong. Not a single team in the right spot. <laughs> um, I also have every spot in the AFC North completely wrong. AFC and NFC, I am not just, I live in the North, but I can't pick the North, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Axel You're also, king of the North. Yes, I'm, I'm the joker of the North from the looks of this. The court jester, maybe. Axel has the entire yeah. AFC South wrong, and Brett has the entire AFC East wrong. As far as all right, though, Solo, you have the NFC West and NFC East completely right. Oh. I have the NFC East right, and Axel has the NFC West right. Um, let's see. For playoffs, let's see here. Oh, for, for all of our picks, everybody picked the 49ers to win their division. Everybody picked the Chiefs to win. Uh, Solo, you're the only one that picked the Lions to win. They've got a good shot at winning theirs. I'm the only one to not pick the Falcons to win. And I need the let's see what else. And Axel is the only one not to pick the Cowboys in the spot that the Cowboys are currently in, which would be second place. Um, what the fuck, Axel? Yeah, that's seriously. In Who the, do you have uh, second? What do you have? Like the Giants second? Or something? Uh, he has. Where's he? He has the Cowboys first. He had the Cowboys first. Oh, oh I, uh, I take it back. I love you, Axel. Yep. <laughs> 
You had Cowboys <laughs> one, Eagles, Eagles two. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I have, love you, Folo. I have everything right here, so I can refer to it easily. So the uh, as far as playoffs, oh, just to remind everybody what their Super Bowl picks were. Axel had the Chiefs okay. over the Niners. Brett has the Ravens over the Eagles. I have the Chiefs over the Cowboys. And Solo has the Bengals over the Cowboys. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, okay. the Bengals. Okay, oh. so I don't remember if I had Ravens over Eagles or Eagles over Ravens. Or so yep. I picked the Ravens to win. Okay. Take the Ravens. Okay. The uh oh okay. my god, now Bengals as far... over Cowboys. <laughs> As far as the playoffs, if the playoffs were today, this is using the, the same tiebreakers that are used out of the seven teams that are going to make it. On the AFC, Axel mm-hmm. has four out of the seven AFC teams. Not These are not in the right order, but Axel has four out of the seven right, right. right teams. Uh, the three of us all have three right in the AFC out of seven, which is not bad considering the Bills. Most of us had the Bills. Most of us had the Bengals. Most of us had the Chargers. I mean – in the NFC, Axel and myself have six out of seven NFC playoff teams Ooh. right now. In order for Axel to get seven out of seven, he needs the Lions to fall off and the Giants to get into the playoffs. So I don't <laughs> I don't that think that's happening. Yeah. And for me to get all seven, I need the Falcons to fall and the Saints to get in. So oh, that is very, very oh. possible. That could happen, yes. <laughs> Uh, you guys both have five right in the NFC, so we all pick the NFC much better than the AFC. Ah, okay. Here, this is the most imp- impressive stat, though. Solo, you currently have the top five seeds in order in the NFC correct. Oh shit! One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> correct seeding. You need in order for you to get all of it right. This could still happen too. You need the, the top five to stay the same. The Saints get the sixth seed and the Packers get the seventh seed, and you would get the entire NFC predicted right and by seed wow. even. Holy crap! I think they're both in the mix. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that they're happen. pretty. Wow, I think they're. Uh, I apologize. Like in order for that to happen, your Vikings. Yeah, we would have to drop yeah, out but... for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the, the I think the Packers are maybe a game behind the Vikings right now. There's two or three teams wow. all tied up in there, but it, it could definitely happen. Um, let's see. Yeah. As far as other mistakes, all of us had the jets, the bills and the Bengals to make the playoffs. And all three of those teams are either not going to get in or are on the verge of not getting in. Right. Um, Brett, some of your, uh, little, uh, misgivings, the Titans, the commanders and the Panthers, you had all in the playoffs. Uh, Axel had the giants in and solo and myself had the chargers in was our biggest mess up, but that was kind of like our overall what we were picking. So we're actually not, even though we all made some mistakes, we actually, I thought are not too far from the, not too far from what we're, what we picked. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I have more faith in my playoff uh, bracket picks than I do, I guess the, the division standing picks. So let's, let's revisit this after the regular season. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause this one, I'm just looking at the thing. There's so many, especially once you get to those wildcard teams, there is so many teams. There's like six or seven teams on each side that are all within striking distance. Yeah. So many weird things could happen yet. So I don't know what, what have you guys looked at this? What do you guys think of, do you think any, which teams that are down could come in or, you know what I'm saying? Like Sue could hop up there. Do you think, or down? Does that make sense? I didn't phrase it very well, but. Well, I think the Packers might be 
a team that could possibly get in. Um, yeah. I, I'm not convinced with the Saints. They just look terrible. Um, they need to go to Jameis and Taysom Hill once they get to the 20. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I, I just not they, – I don't see any team in the NFC South getting a wild card, but I still think Falcons, Saints, or even Buccaneers could still win the division. Yeah, that, I mean, that's wide open. Um, I could see the Buccaneers jumping up and winning the NFC South. Would not surprise me. Baker Mayfield. and Baker's Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> the Chargers should be a team we're talking about, but they just they, – they're just they're just bad. Well, and right now names. the Char- right now the Chargers are the 13 seed. Yeah, out of 16. I mean, there's like, a lot of teams to pass that's ahead crazy. of. Crazy. Yeah, I think I think the Bills. I know they have kind of a tough schedule. The Bills should be there. Um, I mean, I think I'm the Browns are falling out. And these, yeah, the Browns. I think will. I think you're right, Brad. I think they're going to lose to the Rams because I picked them in your stupid pool. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, oh, your college bowl pool's coming up. I'm doing more research this year than I ever did. And I did last year. Last year was kind of just like an eye test and I d- was doing pretty well until the end. Uh, but now I'm, I'm doing game. more research. You were yeah, in it until the very stupid. end there, Solo. No. I was leading the whole time. I know. That stupid LSU-Purdue game. And I didn't see that coming, and I, I'm mad at myself <laughs> because I'm an idiot, and that's what I am. That was, but, that uh, was, that was the only reason I, I had just seen Purdue play three or four times, and I knew they couldn't score anything. <laughs> so that was just me watching a shitty Big Ten football <laughs> for, for that whole month and well, a half before be, that. I'll be honest, I just kind of did my picks really quick based on just, you know, and I didn't research at all. And if I had researched, <laughs> I would have won the stupid thing. But, you know, whatever. And I'm going to research this year. I'm going to be last. So I, I'm already looking at possible bold pro- projections, and I, I, I have no idea who I'm picking. Anyway, <laughs> as, as I call Brett stupid pools, I freaking love them. I just <laughs> They stress me out more than anything in this world. More than paying my mortgage, more than my film selling, more than, <laughs> you know, the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. Like, Brett's pools, like, have got me, like, in this, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in, like, the Matrix and I'm being held back and some force is just messing with me. Well, Brett has constantly... been known as AI before on this podcast. So. See, that's the thing. There you go. <laughs> Fucking AI, IA. <laughs> He's fucking with me. So um, anyway, so you know what I, I got to ask. I want to. I want to ask you guys about a team at the beginning of the season that we all was saying is one of the worst teams assembled, and they've reeled off five in a row. The Broncos, oh, the Broncos. have got well. This week they have the Texans, but after that it's the Chargers, Lions, Pats, Chargers, Raiders. That's one, two, three, four. They could easily be four and two on those six games. I, and that would I'll put be in the honest. Yeah. I'll be honest. The Broncos have shocked me, and they've played. You know, and that goes down to one of the big things, like this week when the Bengals played the Steelers, is that Browning threw it like forty times or whatever. 
why why don't you run the ball? I mean, it's not Joe Burrow. It's like some of these coaches, there's some bad coaching in the NFL. You, yeah. They tend to go to their system versus what they have. Yep. And we've, ta- and we've talked about this a lot over the last few We've weeks, talked so, about yeah. this a ton of times. You know, when I heard, I was think, it Simmons? There's one of those podcasts was talking about it a ton this week, and I'm like, we talked about this like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Simmons and Sal talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. About it. And what Sean. I know you listen to us. Just give us some props, Simmons. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Come on, Bill. I know. Seriously. Come on, Bill. Um, But no, honestly, I think what Sean Payton has done, as much as at the beginning of the season, I was like, man, maybe Sean Payton has lost it. He has organized his game plan to Russell's strengths right now and has. They're basically they're not doing it. They're not doing anything pretty, but they're doing it where ball control and not turning the ball over and ways to win. And I give him so much credit now because I thought Russell yeah. was done. I thought yeah. Russell oh. was done, and he was with Hackett. Let, let's face it. And the last Peyton year in Seattle too, in. he was not good either. Yeah. There, it's yeah. And let's face it, Sean Payton. It took some time. But the Broncos are playing much better ball, and they're they're playing twenty twenty three ball. I mean, there's a lot of bad teams out there now, guys, mm-hmm. and and they're playing like okay, they're like their opponent. They see what their opponent is, and then they, I mean, it goes to how they played against the Chiefs. How they played them close, then they beat them. They're they're doing what you need to do, kind of Eagles ball, but like in a different way. <laughs> Well, they're playing it. They're not. They're, they're they're playing it to not make mistakes, and they just don't make yes, mistakes. There you go. There and they go. they're maximizing the talent they do have, even though I don't think like like skill position all this stuff. They're they're not they're not even. I'd say middle of the pack, but they're they're one hundred percent. They're using their guys to the fullest of their ability. They're not making mistakes. They're playing to what yeah. they're playing to their strengths, and they're hiding their weaknesses. It's I hate Peyton. I hate Sean Payton, but I have to admit the guy is he is. It's impressive what he's done there. I just I wish he was the Cowboys coach, but that was always going <laughs> to yes. happen, but never happened. So I'm mad <laughs> that McCarthy <laughs> has done as well. So we didn't get Peyton mm-hmm. because he was I, an assistant under Parcells with Dallas. I always assumed and, he was coming there at some point too. But. Yeah, and Jerry Jones has made it known, Sean. If I could get Sean Payton, that's my guy. And but I will say this, Cowboys wise, McCarthy has done very well. And as much as he want people want to make fun of him, whatever, he has done very well as a Cowboys coach. And then keeping Dan Quinn. So, you know, as much as I want to show him Payton, I am happy with the the way the coaching has been with Dallas. But we're talking about Broncos, and they're the surprise team right now. And it'll be interesting. Down that was the Cowboys stretch. Corner brought to you by Tito Vodka. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Uh, Dan Reeves coached the Broncos and what played for the Cowboys. Um, God rest his soul. Is he? Did he die? Uh, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. I I'm hope not. he didn't. I'll, I'll check on I'm that sorry. one. Dan yeah, Reeves, yeah. I don't know if Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves yes, best. Dan, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yep. he, he was the Dirty Bird coach. Oh, he did best. Yeah. January first. He was the Dirty Bird coach, wasn't he? Yep. BTK. Yes, he was. 
Yep. Yeah, I love some Dan Reeves. He was love Dan. He Reeves. was fi- he was fired by Arthur Blank because uh, Michael Vick <laughs> uh, broke his leg in the preseason. That's right oh, against yeah. Baltimore. Against Baltimore, so that was yeah, probably I was... a mistake by uh, Arthur Blank there. But I was like a Falcons fan for like three years. Jim Mora, yeah, because the Cowboys sucked with under Dave Campo, and I, I like I said before, I love Michael Vick. Had his jersey, had a Falcons hat, had the Vick sneakers. And I was like rooting. And when they lost to, when they beat the Packers, I was so excited. But when they lost to the Eagles, I was crushed. I wanted them to be. Anyway, so I have a little Falcons in me because uh, of Michael Vick. And even even after everything, uh, I'm starting to go retro Vick. And I think I'm going to start getting some Vick stuff. Anyway. Nice. All right. Enough of his solo um, Tahoe vodka talking about okay um so why don't we you know what ando why don't we get into your cave okay, i live I in minnesota real quick. i'm not in a cave okay go ahead <laughs> all right if i'm correct the browns will fall out of the playoffs and the bills will not make the playoffs that means and i like the steelers to make the playoffs but that would mean that Amongst the Colts, the Texans, and the Broncos, two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Colts, oh, I... Texans, Broncos, two of those teams. Who? Which two of those teams are making the playoffs? Broncos think... and Texans. Yep, that's what I think too. Broncos and Texans. Yeah, okay. I think. I, I think that's no, not a. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the okay. Titans have still got. They've got the Jets. They've got the Titans twice. Yeah, and tight. the Colts. Who's that? Wait, who's that? The the Titans, Titans. Or not the Titans. The Texans, excuse me. The Texans oh, the have Texans. the Texans. The, this week the Broncos, but they got at the Jets, at the Titans, the Browns, at home for the Titans and the Colts. So Titans, Colts, Titans, yeah. Jets, they should be able to they should go at at worst four and two there, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. CJ Stroud in the playoffs. Josh That'd be Allen awesome. Sitting at home. That'd be awesome. Ah. I don't want to see the Bills at Sorry, all. Callum. I want to see them. I don't want. I want to see the Bills, Callum. I want to see the Bills in the playoffs, but that means they have to beat the Cowboys, and I don't want that either. Well, I want to oh, see Jesus. I, I want to see Josh Allen in there because I don't want to have to sit through shitty quarterbacking in the playoffs. Oh my and God! As, but, much as, but as, Ando, as much as Allen's not perfect, he's fun as hell to watch. So, but Ando, that could mean nice bets for Heath Solo. And let me tell you, before we get to Ando's cave and our picks. I was down all week, and then I did two parlays. I did a money line and a spread parlay, and I took – I fucking can't remember now – Eagles, Chiefs, and Ravens. So it was three-team. So it was a three-team money, money line parlay that hit, and then the spread parlay. So it got me into the positive which I was down, I think I was down like 150 bucks. So it, it got me to like minus 14. And then I placed a bet on the Celtics the other night. So now I'm up 10 bucks. <laughs> but I was going to have to pay 150 bucks. But it was like, but that Ravens Chargers game, like I took the Ravens and there's so many times the Ravens just wanted to give that game away. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, and the only reason they even covered is because Flowers broke that one open at the end of the game. Yeah. He didn't need to break open. Oh, uh, it was, it, it, it I'm like, 
what the fuck, what the f? But I was watching the OA with my wife, and I was looking at the score, and then when I saw they won twenty to ten. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Um, anyway, uh, my betting moment of the week. Let's let's move on to picks and let's make some picks. Well, shit. Not not a good week for me. <laughs> I dropped way the hell behind because I went six and ten, which was awful. Uh, Axel mm. was just slightly, but I had at one point I lost five in a row. It looks like here, all of the late uh-huh. afternoon games on Sunday I lost, and yeah, it's not not a good. Like I said, not a good football weekend for me with Vikings, Gophers, all that. Axel was seven and nine. Uh, Solo, you were nine and seven, and Brett with another big week back to the big week of eleven and five, and. Woo! Yeah, baby. Brett is now only one game behind, but Jesus. the master of the reverse jinx is still leading solo. <laughs> you are you are you are still ahead by one game. Axel's five back oh. and I'm seven back. So I need I need a big week here to get myself back into contention. Because so yeah, it's uh yeah, it was a decent week. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to say? I, I've already said all I need to put about my stupid picks. So if you guys want to talk about any of your picks from last week, Brett, you had a hell of a week, so Fuck yeah, let's you, see. I, uh, <laughs> did I have any Revis Islands? Yeah, I had the Giants. The Giants, uh, yeah. All three the had the Pats. Fucking that game! What the Patriots screw you! Tommy <laughs> DeVito, Danny DeVito, Jersey Mike subs. What the fudge? I also had the Panthers, and y'all three had the Titans. So I, I was on the losing end of that Revis Island. Um, <laughs> one by seven, they were favored by three and a half. So. Um, other than that, there are a lot of games where we were split two two. Yep, I feel like more than most weeks we were like right, we, right. We were un, kind of undecided on a lot of these games. But your so was, Bears pick on Monday night that we were giving you shit for. Oh, that's another yeah, another Rebus. That was a big. Yeah, win. I'm, I roll. I'm rolling on Monday night picks this year. I think I'm a eleven and three or something. Yeah, I haven't updated Damn, that Brett. page lately. The, our team picks ones, but I think, yeah, I think you're something like that. I'll, I'll have that updated for next week. Our picks thing, but I think you're Sweet. right. All right. So the key is pick Monday night game, pick what Brett picks, if that's possible. <laughs> or you just do what you did the one time and say, whatever, whatever Brett's pick is going to be, is going to be yeah. my pick. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, well, let's, uh, we might as well go to the, uh, to this week's games, I guess there's another, yeah. Let's do it. Another big bye week. Six teams on bye this week: the Bills, the Bears, the Raiders, the Vikings, the Giants, and the Ravens. So only thir- down to thirteen games this week. So, oh, we will start off with uh, let's see. Solo, you're going first. Oh, uh, awesome. Then AI Axel, and then Brett, and then me. Okay. And um, let's see the first game. Oh, and Solo, you get the first game you get to pick is your own team. Oh, tomorrow night the uh, Seahawks are heading to Dallas, and Dallas is favored by eight and a half. Ooh, it went down. It was I, I was looking at it at nine and a half, so mm-hmm. it must have went down. Um, this should be a Dallas romp. I could see the Seahawks playing the Cowboys tough, but. I don't think the Seahawks are very good. Um, I think the Cowboys at home, they have covered like crazy. So I'm going with the Cowboys minus the eight and a half. Um, hopefully they won't look forward to Philly, 
which is the following week at home, Sunday night, NBC. And uh, one thing I want to mention, guys, the Sunday night game was Chargers Ravens. Jason F. and Garrett Awful. replaced Chris Collinsworth. Oh, and it was bad. He was giggling like the fucking Riddler. And I think we should just call him the Riddler from now on. I like that. Yeah. The clapper turned to the Riddler. Yes. It was, he's not good. And I feel bad saying that, but at the same time, I look, he's made millions of dollars. He was a shitty quarterback for my cow, a shitty coach for my Cowboys. And it took a six hour meeting for Jerry Jones to finally fire him. Um, and we'll look back at it Ooh, as what a waste get that of Tony Romo. Yeah. He yeah. had he, somebody had to sit in a room for six hours with Jason Garrett. Dude, when they when they yes, when I don't they think I've were, ever heard this one. Oh yeah, they met for like five to six hours before they fired him. They had a huge meeting with him. And it was like, why that long? I mean, he's not good. And oh, he had oh, a couple oh. good years as a coach. I think 2013, I want to say. One year he was coach of the year, and he deserved it. But, I mean, the Jones family is going to look back and be like, God, if we had a better coach, yeah. why did we hire Wade Phillips and then Jason Garrett? And while Wade Phillips, we hired Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator. If we had a good coach, if we would have got McVay or so, we could have just been a better franchise. I'm like, it, it, it kills me. Well, I think one of the things I texted you that I think one of the times I was texting you that night and I had said how just listening to him talk, I was like, how in the hell if he's coaching, what kind of player is gonna play for want to play for that? I mean, it was just so I I don't I can't even describe it. I don't know. I don't know. And it's gonna be one of the biggest mysteries in Cowboys history. The eight years or whatever it was, Jason Garrett was coach. uh, uh, God, I better not talk about this because I'm going to fucking okay. have a stroke. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll go to Axel's pick on this one. Okay. And he doesn't have any haikus, but he does have some commentary. So he said, okay. that's a lot of points, but the Seahawks have looked like poo lately. I'll take Solo's boys. All right. That is a lot of points. Um, Looking at the Seahawks record this year, how have they looked on the road? Oh, they got destroyed by Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I really want to take the Cowboys, but I think it's just too many points. I see it like a touchdown game. So give me the Seahawks. Nah, Brett, don't get fooled. Uh, the Cowboys are due for a letdown. They're going to they're gonna throw a stinker up there eventually. Oh, so. you're saying this week. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to play well against Philly. Well, I don't know. the uh, the closest Cowboys game at home this year has been a twenty three point win for the Cowboys. They've they've <laughs> they have been un they've been they've just been mauling people at home. So I'm taking the Cowboys here. Brett, you know you're one game out and you're overthinking it, my friend. You're gonna oh, drop. So. Okay, now when you say that, it doesn't seem as uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. Next up, we have the uh, powerhouse matchup of the Colts at the Titans. Seems like these guys play almost every week. The Colts are favored <laughs> by one. And Axel says, what an exciting matchup. Not. I'll take the Colts. 
Am I neck? My after Axel? Nope, Brett. You're after me. Oh, I'm after you. Okay. BTK. Yeah, this comes down to I just think the Titans are one of the worst teams in the league. And I think the Colts are a hair underrated. Uh, so give me the Colts. Yeah, I just I can't take the Titans. They're they're not good. I'm gonna I don't really like taking the Colts, but I'm gonna do it anyways. One point is nothing. I love me some Will Levis, but he's just not looking good. Uh, Colts, give me Minshew, the bomber jacket, sweatpants, punching his dad at the airport. Give me the Colts. And a beer. Next up, another game that's – there's some not good games here. I mean, hope they'll probably end up being good <laughs> games, but the uh, four and seven Chargers who basically have to win are going to New England face the two and nine Patriots who are in oh. tank mode, I think. Chargers are favored by six, Brett. Oh, my God. Um, six? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, six. I just, I double-checked right before we went on the air. It's, I think it's still at six. Jesus. Are the Chargers a better team on, at home or on the road? Oh, technically it has gone team. to technically it has gone to five and a half, but Axel sent his picks at six, so we will stick stay with six. But okay, gone to five and a half. That means the money is coming in on the Patriots. Um, Patriots are so bad, but the Chargers are like one of those teams that. Like I have so little trust in whatever they're doing over there. They're on the road. They're, there's no way they should be getting this many points in a road game. I don't care who they're playing. So give me the right. Patriots. Give me the points. Damn. The, the, the Pats scored seven points last week on the New York Giants, didn't they? Yep. Jeez. And the week before that, they scored six against the Colts. They're they're the only team this year that has uh, given up ten point only ten points and lost, and they've done it twice. Two weeks in a row. (laughs) Oh God! And one of the NFL is like two and forty eight. And one of their wins was one of their wins against the Jets. They only had fifteen points. Holy smokes! Jesus Christ! God damn those six points. Six points is a lot on the on the road, but. You know what? I'm going to take the favorite. I'm going to take the Chargers here because I think the Chargers, they still have some explosive players. I think they can win by a touchdown. I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I want to take the Chargers, but that just seems like a lot of points. Give me Bailey Zappi and the Pats plus the points. Axel says, oh boy, another winner. I'll take the Chargers (laughs) who stink. Oh, we got a split. We got a split. We got an even split. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions are going to New Orleans to play the Saints. Lions are favored by four. Mm, Vegas zone. Boy, oh boy, this is another tough one. I the Lions. Do you should. have it first, Ando? Yeah, I'm first. You're first. God dang, I just don't. The Saints are not good. But every once in a, every time I think that they play solid and Kamara or Olave <laughs> d- does something that they shouldn't be doing. But I don't know. Is Olave playing? <laughs> he got knocked out with a I concussion, know. I think. Yeah, he got hurt. 
you know what? I'll I'll take the Lions. I don't think they can stop anybody, but the Saints will do something stupid to screw it up, and the Lions will win this one. I'll take the Lions. You know, Ando, I've been high on the Lions, and you've been the one to say pump the brakes. They're not that good. And freaking Thursday, Thanksgiving, they have the Packers at home, national TV. This is the Lions year, and they freaking lose to the Packers. And Jordan freaking love. You know, they lined like, it up, what? is what they did. And yeah, and they, and they almost lost to the Bears the week before. I'm just like, the Lions defense is bad. However, the Saints offense, the Saints aren't that good. I, 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 I can't take Carr at all. I'm going the Lions minus the points. I'm with you, but I, I, my eyes have been open to this Lions team not being as good as great as I thought they were. Yeah, it's, they really. I think. I mean, my best way I was describing it to somebody else they, when I was just they were asking me about some football stuff, and I said the Lions are good. Because they have a good offense, their offense has to play perfect. If their offense doesn't play perfect, they they don't they're not going to win. So yeah, that's kind of how. Right. I mean, if if Goff gets hurt or Goff turns back into Goff that we know, I, they're going to have trouble. So that's that's kind of how I'm seeing them. Axel says that uh, the Lions haven't been playing well, but the Saints have Derek Carr, and he knows how not to score. Axel takes the <laughs> Lions. The Derek Carr cologne. Yeah, on nights. What was that on nights you don't want to score? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I mean the Lions are going to put put a game together here. I know they're on a bad stretch, but there's no way I can take the Saints. You mean the Lions? Get right, game. Get right. There you go. The Saints. Saints are bad. Well, next up, solo is the the latest installation of the around the couch bowl, the five and six Falcons are going to New Jersey to play the four and seven jets. <laughs> Falcons are favored by two and a half on the road. Is, is this around the couch seven? Uh, I, I want to say if you count the college, yeah, if you count the if college, count it, college. Might, it might even be eight. I can't remember. You know what? I got to look at my notes. You know, it's in but the I'm notes a couple weeks jerky. ago. But I'm eating beef jerky right now, so let me. You know what? I'll see if I can so, find it here. Yeah, I'm gonna look because I have an around the couch notes. Around the couch notes. Okay, that's not what I wanted. I know it was in when the Vikings played the played the Falcons. I think a few it weeks was. Ago. I think it was. You said four, and I said six because I counted the college. I yep. want to say. So I think this is seven. Oh, yep. You have yep, you have around the couch bowl six in the notes for the Vikings and the Falcons. All right. So this is around the couch seven. And I think this is the Are first we time. Roman Greg... numerals? Yeah, around the couch course. bowl V I I. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is and this is your first yeah, appearance we're... in an around the couch bowl, isn't it, Brett? Hey. Second. Oh, the second. Like... Oh, the Falcons and the Vikings yeah. was the first. Yeah. Your second, second this in season. Row, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So around the couch, Jets are bad. Falcons, you know, I'm taking the once again. I'm taking the Falcons. 
I think they're going to go in and beat the Jets by field goal. <laughs> okay. Gee whiz. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers will pretend like he's going to play all week, only to have <laughs> the Jets lose by 10. Axel takes the Falcons. Yeah. This is another – This much like the Chargers, there's no way the Falcons should be getting points uh, or – uh, or be favored on the road. They are not a good road team. This is one of those classic, like whenever you think you have a good feeling about them and think they're going to go on a run against a bad schedule and bad quarterbacks, they somehow lose. I like the Jets' defense to shut us down here. Give me the Jets plus the points. No, don't do it, Brett. Yeah, that's what I like. Oh, God dang, this is a – this is a tough game because I really want to take the Falcons because I think they finally figured out you hand the ball to your best player and he actually will do good things. But God, Brett, you say some what? What? How have they been on? You said they have been they've been bad on the road, huh? Little guy here. Oh, they yeah. won two road games in two years. Yeah, I see. Lions not good. Jags not good. Commanders, Titans, Vikings, Cardinals. Boy, that's not exactly a murderer's row of losses there. Oh, Vikings is at home. Never mind. Um, screw it. I'm going to freaking win this. How are the Jets going to win or cover? I don't know. I'm going to take the Jets. I don't want to. I don't want to give Falcons points at home or on the road. I'll take the Jets. I want them over. Yep, you can. You guys me, are Brett. smoking something. I probably should be smoking something. But probably, I'd probably pick better here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. What do we got next? Oh, the uh, two and ten Cardinals are going to Pittsburgh. Steelers favored by five and a half. Axel oh, is that said, in Pittsburgh? Yep, in Pittsburgh. Axel says Steelers. That's all I got. Oh, my after Axel? Uh, no, nope, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, faith in the Steelers to win by a touchdown or more. Um, I like I like them to win, obviously. Five and a half is a little too much or a little more than I would like, but I'm still going to go with the Steelers here. Yeah. Yeah, the the Steelers offense looked much improved from what I was able to see of that game after getting that new offensive coordinator. So, and God, the cards just aren't – cards are not good even with Kyle. I think the Kyler Murray return has already wore off. I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, the Cardinals screwed us in Brett's stupid pool against the Rams. Yep. I'm still mad at that. Screw the Steelers. But I'm glad I'm cards, done with yeah. those assholes. I'm glad I'm done with those assholes. Give me the Steelers. Uh, I forgot to mention the game before that I am taking the Jets in my uh, pool this week. Oh, wow. nice. That's even more convincing. I'm, not, I'm feeling better about my pick now, Brett. <laughs> I'm not sure if the, if it's the be- easiest yeah. uh, or the cl- most likely win in their schedule so uh, remaining because they have the Commanders at home and they play the Patriots on the road. I think uh, left, but I, I like their chances of beating the Falcons at home, so I'm going to oh, take them in the pool. It's a bad, bad fucking pick. <laughs> All right. Well, I picked the I picked the Cardinals to beat Atlanta. A few weeks ago, and I was right about that. I got the W with the Arizona <laughs> and the bull with that pick. So, 
Well, Brett, uh, what do you, what do you think about the that. Dolphins and the Commies? The Dolphins are favored by nine on the road. I think I think the Commanders can can show a little fight from time to time. Though I wouldn't be surprised if they keep it under nine, but I'm going to bet the Dolphins minus nine here. Yeah, I can't take the I can't take the Commanders. I know they've I know they've covered a few times, but they've also they're not good. Uh, and the Dolphins, I think they're going to run circles on them around them. Dolphins. Rematch of Super Bowl 17, boys, where the Skins beat the Dolphins, but not this week. Give me the Dolphins minus the number. They're just too explosive. Washington is awful. Oh, boy. Axel wrote a small novella for this one. Um, oh. Let's see. Okay. This should be a fun <laughs> one to watch. Okay. This should be a fun one to watch Tyreek go for about 230 yards and three TDs. 2000. Oh, God. <laughs> he must have been doped up when he typed all this guy. I got to translate a little bit. 2000 yards. Here we go. Lachlan is excited. By the way, the Dolphins, the Dolphins hard knocks and season started, and it's great. Lachlan and I had so much fun watching the first episode. Mike McDaniel is one of the weirdest dudes ever, and we love him. And Tyreek has really got his act together. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. So <laughs> Axel's all in on the Dolphins. Oh, my God. It made me choked. <laughs> I, had, I had a little issue oh. there because he had some issues typing. I had so I had to translate a few words because I'm pretty sure he meant uh, 2,000 yards, not 2,000 years. Here we come, and that's what yeah. that meant. So, um, anyways, okay. Next up, I am going to go first, and we've got the Broncos at the Titans, or not Titans, <laughs> Texans. Broncos at the Texans. Texans are favored by three yes. and a half. Man, this. You know what I. Even though I said some good things about the Broncos, I still am not completely buying in on that team. And I, I just I like the Texans a lot. And I think the Texans bounce back here and they have a nice they have a nice win. <clears throat> yeah, I think the Texans are gonna win, but three and a half. I think it's gonna be more of a field goal game. Give me the Broncos plus the number. Axel says Brett? Oh, Axel. Go CJ. Russell will be puking in four bathrooms after the Texans knock his block off and bounce back from a tough one. I hope. Texans. <laughs> I think I was just puking in yeah. the bathroom. <laughs> it sounds like it. Oh, my God. Drunk pipe. Uh, I feel like I, I've had <clears throat> too little faith in the Broncos recently. I'm kind of tired of picking against them and getting screwed over. Uh, I'm with Solo here. Uh, if the Houston wins, I think it's like by a field goal. I could see the Broncos winning this game and continuing their ridiculous winning streak. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the points. Yeah. Next up, Solo, an- another marquee right. matchup here. This is the first of the late games. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. One in 10 Panthers at the four and seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks by five and a half. Woo. Well, I'm picking the Bucks in Brett's stupid pool, which means the the Cardinals, the Panthers will probably win. Coach got fired. You know, I'm taking the Panthers. I'm, I'm I'm balancing myself out. I took the Bucks in Brett's stupid fucking ass pool, 
but I'm going here with the Panthers and the points. Oh, God, Axel's next. Sorry. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Baker is okay. <clears throat> Axel takes the Bucks. <laughs> Baker is okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> I, also, I also took the Bucks in my pool as my second team. Uh, you know, this is this is ripe for one of those Panthers win it for the new Gipper games. The new Gipper. But uh, five and a half, mm, less than I could. Bucks win by six, and I, I I would get the get that one. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay minus five and a half here. Oh, well, God dang it. I don't like what I'm about to do, but I could see this game being a six to three kind of game, which means that's not a five and a half cover. So I'm taking the Panthers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up. If, it, if it's zero, zero, you also win it. Oh, that's true. That's true. I think or it will be. You know what? Two to zero. I think it, I think it will be zero, zero. <laughs> it might be. I'm not, I, I am definitely not watching any of that game. Next up, yeah, uh, let's see, Axel is first, and we've got this is an interesting matchup here. The seven and four Browns at the resurgent five and six Rams. Rams favored by three and a half. And Woo! Axel says the Browns D is great, but can they score all the points? Probably not. Axel takes the Rams. Yeah. I feel like these teams are going in opposite directions, so uh, I'm with Axel. Give me the Rams minus three and a half. Oh, yeah. I think the last I heard, Miles Garrett's out, isn't he? Or close to it? He's he's injured. Yeah, he up. he might be out. PJ JJ Walker is probably going to be the QB. Yeah, because uh, what's his name got hurt, right? Yeah. DTR or whatever the hell they call him, Arsenio yeah. Hall, or yeah. And you know what? The Rams started the Williams run ran wild on my fantasy bench this last week, and he's going to keep running wild this week. I'm going to take the Rams too. In my Let's other fantasy the, league, not the one I'm in with you solo. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with a clean sweep. Everyone's got the Rams. I'm going the Rams as well. I just think the Browns are destined to fall here. I, I can't see. P.J. Walker having some good times, so give me the Rams. Next up, oh, got you. Um, and it might not be P.J. Walker. I just, uh, the um, the coach of the Browns said that it might be Joe Flacco. So, well, oh, I even, hear more, that. Yeah. even more, even yeah. more, even more. I was going to say, that's it. Yeah. I was, while you were talking, I'm like, God, I think I heard something about Flacco. Yeah, that's an even better reason yeah, no. to take the Rams. Yeah, give me the Rams, even if it's Joe Flacco. Next up, Brett, you have the game of the week and maybe the Woo! game of the year so far. 49ers are favored on the road against the 10 and 1 Eagles. Niners by two and a half. Woo! Wow. What a delicious game. <laughs> delicious. Uh, That's a fun word. Are you going to friendlies? <laughs> <laughs> do they have friendlies? Um, do they ever have friendlies down south, Brett? Oh, guess what, guys? Axel is in the document following along with us. <laughs> okay. He's not so, on the call, but he's friendly- on his computer. I can see him on the document. So 
What's he doing? I don't think they have friendlies down here. Um, but you know what friendlies is? What, no, what is that? Uh, oh, no, it's just like one of those northeast kind of, I guess, like, not a, a little upgrade from a diner. Restaurants. It's like a sports no. bar or something? Or a sports no. restaurant? No. Ando, do you know Friendly's? I know it's kind of a, I've never been to one, but I know what it's, isn't it kind of like a Dairy Queen or something like that? I guess you could say a Dairy Queen if they had a lot of seats to sit down. It's kind of like a, between a Dairy Queen and a diner. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a sizzler, but it's not like about steaks. It's kind yeah, of one of those. I've seen them when I've been out east before, but I've never stopped at one, so I don't. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like, you know, you get that. Menu like I said before, so I don't live in a cave, so. Yeah, it's kind of that. You know, menu. You get laminated, and you can, you know, order a Sunday. You can order a cheeseburger and fries. But, uh-huh. You know, it's not. You don't have. You can be in a tank top. Don't go in. <laughs> You're kind of place yeah. saying Heath McAfee. Yeah, Heath McAfee, Dakota McAfee. Yes, yeah, Dakota but, McAfee. Uh, there we go. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know where the fuck I was going with all that shit. Well, it's okay. We Brett needs to tell us who he wants to who he wants to take here. So, ooh okay. man. Okay, so Philadelphia is getting points at home despite being ten and one. Um, last time uh, Brock Purdy was at Philadelphia. He got bruised and battered on streets of Philadelphia. Give me the mojo. Give me the Eagles plus two and a half. So my reflection in the mirror couldn't notice my own face. So my... Well, God dang it. Let's see what you know, it's 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 supposed to rain in Philadelphia this weekend. And it's supposed to rain, and I lost so much weight, and uh, Tom Hanks is playing me in a fucking blast. Uh, that's, that's better than Annie Lennox last week. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I knew that was the reason you didn't show up, Brett. It wasn't you weren't sick. <laughs> Y'all were much tamer than I thought, though. Not as much Annie Lennox than I thought. And I like Annie Lennox. As long as Annie, Annie Lennox is singing the Annie Lennox song, I'm all I'm all for it. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take the 49ers. The 49ers, like I said before, the 49ers are full strength. The Eagles are going to lose. They're, they're, they can't pull that shit against the 49ers of letting them in the game the whole time. 49ers win. And cover. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe the Eagles aren't favored in this game. It's shocking. It's shocking. Makes me want to order a shakaroni pizza, but I'm not. Give me the Eagles plus the points. And I hope they lose. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Axel says. Ah! <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming and I still fell right for it. 
Axel says, game of the week. I cannot wait to watch this awesome matchup and see the 49ers win by 10. Ooh. Oh. Another one we're split down the middle on. Oh. Next up, I have got the uh, Sunday night game. The Chiefs are headed to Lambeau. The Chiefs are favored by six. Oh. <laughs> and, God, it's a lot of points, but I'm going to take the Chiefs because I still don't think the Packers are that good. Yeah, they beat the Lions, but the Lions aren't that good either. The Chiefs Chiefs are going to cover this one. National TV, Mahomes is going to show up. Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs should. Hopefully we'll see. I mean, we haven't seen Taylor in a while. Uh, I'm losing faith. I I want to see her. Oh, she's not going to go out to Green Bay, though, is she? <laughs> ah! I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers plus the points. Screw it. I think the Packers might win this game. Oh. <laughs> Axel says the uh, Chiefs bounced back last week and the Pack looked to be on the upswing. But Pat Mahomes is the best ever. Ever. Chiefs. No, he's not. No, he's definitely not. But I'm Axel Brady. takes the Chiefs. It's just... Yeah, it's Brady. Axel, sm- Axel smoking some some kush from freaking North Dakota. Man, Which is not I, good. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, they, nothing grows in North Dakota, so it can't be very yeah, good. Yeah, it can't be that good. He's drinking that snow kush. <laughs> Patriots have definitely, or the Packers have definitely been playing better lately. They've won three of their last four. Those wins were against the Lions on the road on Thanksgiving. That was a solid win. Their that other wins are against the Chargers, win. the Rams. The Saints and the Bears. So they haven't beaten a team the caliber of the, of the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, uh, even if there's a weather, uh, if it's a weather game, I think the Chiefs could handle it. Rematch of Super Bowl I one. Think they, I think yeah. they will cover the five and a half. Is it five and a half? Uh, six. 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 six yeah. I love how yet. BTK is making his own lines to fit his. I love it. <laughs> Oh, six. Oh, then give me the no, give me the Chiefs minus six. <laughs> Super Bowl one rematch. Ah! It is there is a chance of rain on Sunday in Green Bay, so but otherwise it's supposed to be nice, 40 degrees. So no oh, it's in Green Bay. Yes. Oh, that changed. No, I picked Green Bay. <laughs> you picked okay. Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> in that <laughs> case, <laughs> I was bruising that uh, with a cheese head on my head. I don't know. Went to Wisconsin and I thought I was dead. And watched an episode of Fargo and uh, ate some brie. And uh, and, and now you, now you're going to tell us who's going to who's going to win on Monday night? The Bengals. Oh, at Jacksonville, Jags are favored by nine. Holy shit! Um, so we got our boy Jake Browning starting <laughs> against Trevor. And the Jets, ah, Jags. Oh, nine's a lot of points, guys. Um, I think Jags are the much better team now that Joe Burrow is sidelined. But nine's a lot of freaking points. Give me the Bengals plus the number. 
Ah! <laughs> Axel says uh, Jags will win. Joey B is gone, and so are the Bengals' hopes at winning again this season. Axel takes the Jags. Good for you, Jaxel. He takes Jacksonville to win or well, win and cover? Well, That's a big he, difference. he doesn't say and cover, but there's nothing on it. The Jags is all capitalized on here, and that's how all of his other picks have been. Yeah. So, and so he says nothing about the Bengals. So, you know, Axel, I know you're sick. I know you look like you're going on the Orca to <laughs> get a shark, but man, your haikus and your the 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 lackadaisical, the garbage. You know, you could have put a little more effort in, knowing you were going to skip on the pod. You know, I'm disappointed in you. I feel bruised and battered listening to these lack of descriptive haikus. <laughs> and I'm just ashamed at your <laughs> sentiments. <laughs> Whatever. Oh! We at the yeah. Random the Cats are really good about uh, talking trash at the guy who's not here. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, we're uh... so good at that. We're so good at that. <laughs> so, you know, Axel, go fuck yourself, <laughs> eat some tacos, <laughs> and get better haikus for next week. <laughs> I love you, Axel. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, back back to the picks. Um... Back to the big picks! <laughs> All right, fuck. This line is increasing according to Ando's new little uh, uh, icon or uh, graphic there. So nine is going up. So money is coming in on on Jacksonville. Uh, I guess that makes sense, but that's nine is too many points for me. Um, I like, yeah. I kind of like the underdog on Monday night. Give me, give me the Bengals to cover. Yeah, BTK. I think the Jaguars will probably win, but give me the Bengals. Yes, cover. see, that's it. Jags will win, but Bengals will cover. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, BTK I'm, knows where it's at. I'm with you guys on this one. At nine is way you're too like many Beck. points. That's you're like Beck. You got two turntables in the microphone. Where it's at? That's where it is. Yes, I'm, ta- oh. I'm taking the Bengals too. Nine is just too many points. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just too much. The Bengals have still got some good players on that team. They're they can yeah, they'll they'll cover. But I yeah, the the Jags will win. Jags will win by seven, mm-hmm. and then we get the win. Well, that's the end of the picks, oh. boys. All right, you know what time it is. He lives on love seat. Axel's got COVID on love seat. Axel made some <laughs> shitty fucking picks. It's okay because he is the fix. I am BTK bound tigers and of the people and of the mothers. And was in his cave, but he listens. And then Solo comes here while he's pissing. All right, we're here on the love seat. <laughs> we got to get Heath on American Idol. Yeah, yeah you know what? I should campaign? be. Uh, I should be on American Idol or whatever. Yeah, American Idol. That's that's fantastic. All right.
we're here on the love seat, folks. This is what you guys all been waiting for. Now, normally Axel will leave, go take a pee-pee or a poo-poo. We talk, and then he comes back and is like, hey, guys, I went to McDonald's, ordered a Big Mac. No, <laughs> not this week, because Axel's not here. But, Axel, honestly, when you're not here, yes, you do get ribbing. You do get, you know, all that stuff. But we love you. You are the man that holds this whole thing together. And uh, we're just sad that the Jets have Susan Boyle as the quarterback. Okay, so we're here on the love seat. First order of business, folks. Georgia holds serves. They beat Georgia Tech 31-23. Brett, anything you want to say about your Bulldogs? Um, Just that uh, I'm – well, I'm obviously nervous about upcoming week, but up to this point, they're, they're, they're getting hot at the right moment. Um, they beat Tech, even though it was only an eight-point – uh, margin of victory they were in control of the whole game they they only punted one time they uh turned the ball over twice but other than that they they scored on every single drive other than kneeling out the clock at the end um and they were without Brock Bowers lad uh, McConkey and uh Rara Thomas so three three receivers oh. And an offensive lineman were out for this game. That hopefully all those oh, guys Jesus. will be back for the Alabama game. Fingers crossed. I didn't realize they were all out. Yeah. So uh, you know, all that being said, uh, Tech put up a good fight, but um, yeah, Georgia Georgia's looking really good right now. Okay. Ando, <laughs> I woke up early on Saturday morning. One of my favorite games of the year to watch is Michigan-Ohio State. No Harbaugh, no problem. Michigan defeated Ohio State. Oh, I had 20 to 24. 30 to 24, as I misprinted. <laughs> it was a close game, I guess. But my question to you, Ando, is even though Ohio State lost to Michigan, will they make the top four to go to the playoffs? You know, I don't know. What are they at? What's their ranking now? Five? Six? They must be six. Huh? Six. They're six. And one of Washington or Oregon is going to lose. They play each other. And Florida State is that has got Louisville. Ohio State could sneak back in there. I mean, if Florida State loses and they've lost their quarterback for the year, does Ohio State deserve to be in there? I don't know. Yeah, I, I could, I could see it happening because they still have. I mean, they also still have the name. That name carries a lot of weight. I mean, if, if would they pass up on a on a Ohio State versus Georgia in the semifinals? I don't think they would pass up on that if they could do it. I don't see them getting in. Um, they're six right now. Oregon's five. They're six. T- Texas is seven. Alabama's eight. But Oregon Texas plays Washington. Right. Yeah. But Texas has an opportunity to win the Big 12. Oh, that's true. If, the, if they do that, they will pass uh, Ohio State in the standings. Um, so Ohio State needs a ton of chaos to get back in this. Right. Right. Um, 
even if Alabama beats Georgia, they would they would also pass Ohio State. Well, yeah, that so Ohio State sure. would need Georgia. To so win. Ohio State is pretty much they would need, screwed unless I guess every yeah. favorite lost. Unless you had like three big favorites lose or something like that, I don't see yeah. them getting. Back you there. know, though, I don't know if I don't know if Texas would pass them. Texas lost to Oklahoma at home. Oklahoma's not as big of a loss as the, as as Michigan was. I mean, Michigan's a, a is going to be a top two team. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think yeah. it's as hard to get in there as. Yeah, well, but if you're only beat Alabama, the losses, but then you got to compare the wins. And, and well, considering if they would hold a conference title, then they're going to yeah. wait that as well. So it's yeah. going to be tough for Ohio State to get in this year. Yeah, tougher it, than it most. Years. I don't. I don't think it's out of the question for it to happen. But and I don't think it will happen. But I guess I don't know. It's. it's I would be say. I would think even a one-loss Washington would get in ahead of them. If if, if Oregon beats Washington and they both are uh, twelve and one, I might even keep uh, Washington ahead of Ohio, uh, of an eleven and one Ohio State. Well, a lot of that, a lot of I think a lot of that game depends on what, what the score is. I mean, if one of those two teams wins big, I mean that's yeah, it would have to be a close game. But yeah, basically, what it comes down to, the odds for Ohio State getting into the top four are very. They're slim. Slim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Florida State in Washington holds serve. They beat the rivals in close ones. So Florida State has Louisville in the ACC championship. I mean, that Auburn-Alabama game, I mean, fourth and 31, fourth and goal, fourth and basically 31 yards, and they complete the pass, the score. I mean, Alabama should have lost that fucking game, but they somehow yeah. win it at the end. I mean, Auburn should be ashamed of themselves. Like that, they rushed two, and they had a guy spying Milrow. Why in the hell do you have a guy spying the quarterback when it's fourth and 31? I don't know. Once he passes the line of scrimmage, he can't. Do they understand you can't throw a forward pass once he passes the line (laughs) of scrimmage? Do they understand the rules? It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh So he's going to run to the end zone 31 yards past like eight defenders to score. So that's a win. So they should have at least rushed three. They really should have rushed more than that. It was just such bad defense on that play. It was embarrassing. And that was after a muff punt that gave Alabama the ball in their territory. So the end of that game, I mean, Auburn played very well up until like the very end of that game. They just totally shit their pants. Yeah, Auburn doesn't live on Love Street. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and just a note here, the Canes beat Boston College 45-20. to 20, uh, And Cuse beat Wake Forest. They're bowl eligible now. Who knows? We could go to the Gasparilla Bowl or the Heart of Texas Bowl, or who knows? I think uh, I think all four of our teams are bowl eligible. Rutgers is going, aren't they? Rutgers is going. Georgia's going now. Minnesota's five and seven, but I see them in bowl projections. Yes, they are. Why is el- that? Andrew? They are eligible because there needs to be eighty-two bowl t- bowl games. There's forty-one bowls. Uh-huh. So it needs to be 82, and there was only 79 teams that were bowl eligible. So when that happened, they're taking in order to fill it out. 
there's two teams, uh, James Madison and Jacksonville State, that are still on probation to come to D1. Right. They, they get granted bowl games because they need two more teams, and then they take the team with the highest grades with a 5-7 and seven record, and that's the Gophers. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I was wondering, because I was looking at bowl project, projections, and Minnesota was all there. I'm like, yeah. How are they doing that? The the oh, five and wow. seven gophers who just had their starting tra- starting quarterback enter the transfer portal yesterday. So oh. <laughs> that that says the the yeah, they're either going to the quick lane bowl in Detroit or the Las Vegas bowl. So it's <laughs> oh. it's, it's gonna I mean it's a bowl game, so what the hell, but yeah, not exactly yeah. A, a moment of pride for the gophers. So yes, five and seven. <laughs> five and seven. So all, all of our teams are going to bowl games. So nice. yeah. Did you say James just, Madison is going to? Uh yes. James okay. Madison, they're eleven and one, and Jacksonville State at eight and four. Awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a, a, a but this, only one of our teams is playing for legit. Yeah. Shit. Well, Rutgers probably has a fairly I mean, not a big bowl, but probably a decent no, bowl. No, they may be going to Fenway or Pinstripe. Oh, the old pinstripe bowl. Oh, Maybe the, the pinstripe bowl, yes. Famous Minnesota kids from last yeah, year. Yeah, the game that'll be remembered for generations. Oh, generations beyond generations. <laughs> oh. Maybe right. they'll play Duke and it'll be like Axel oh, versus his wife. The Foley Bowl. Oh, that would be that. I, I would like that. <laughs> um, Duke's quarterback, I think it's Riley Leonard, has gone into the transfer portal. Yeah, I saw so, that too. Yeah, so. Hey, you know what, Miami Hurricanes? You haven't had a good QB since Ken Dorsey. Maybe you want to kind of grab him. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyway, so looking at the conference championship games this weekend. So on Friday, we got Conference USA, New Mexico State versus Liberty. I know Brett's going to be, you know, telling his family to be quiet while he watches that game. Uh, but the Pac-12 championship, Oregon-Washington, that has a lot of implications. Bo Nix versus Michael Penix. Uh, that should be interesting. That is, that is likely a playoff game. A, yeah, a play- it literally a is a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a big one on Friday night. And it's basically uh, the first Big Ten game for those. <laughs> They're both going to the Big right. Ten next year. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I know it's going to be weird next year. Yeah, very, seat. very weird. I mean, we may have. I mean, I know normally on the love seat there's like dildos and different things, <laughs> but I mean, there might be some vibrating love seats and different things. I don't know uh, for next yeah. year. I, if y'all it's, thought it's, that it's, was weird, it's yeah, weird. exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus Christ, God Almighty. Uh, the Big 12 championship, Texas versus Oklahoma State. And, you know, BYU should have beat Oklahoma State. And they were up 24 to 6. And Oklahoma State won in double OT. Um, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. BYU. Otherwise, it would game. be Texas versus Oklahoma if BYU had just held on to that. Yeah. Game. And that I would have enjoyed that more. Um, yeah. That would be a nice rematch. Yeah. Everybody would. Yeah. And both of those teams are going to the SEC next year. So. Uh, yeah. oh. Awesome. Uh, the MAC championship is Miami of Ohio, who I've won a lot betting this year. 
versus Toledo. So Battle of OHIO in the MAC. Uh, Mountain West as Air Force. They were 8-0 and just absolutely collapsed. So we got Boise State, Kellen Moore's alum, versus UNLV, Randall Cunningham's alum. Um, I know everyone's excited about that. <laughs> SEC Championship, of course, Brett, Georgia, Alabama. And you're nervous for this game, I heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, I I you got like nothing to worry about. Coin, I feel like this is a coin flip. I know nah. Vegas is not going to make it that way, but Georgia's fav- Georgia opened as a four-point favorite, a four-and-a-half, and it's already up to six. Georgia wins so by 12-plus. Well, I'm telling you right now. And it's in Atlanta, uh, too, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Atlanta. Don't even worry about but, it. Just relax. A, Take Alabama, a quaalude. You know, Atlanta's kind of like open up Alabama a new dildo. Atlanta, they're back yeah, there, too. So it'll be pretty evenly uh, fan bases. Maybe six. Don't even worry about Georgia, it. But don't even worry about it. Carson Beck, my nephew, is just going to take charge. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I don't. I, I think Georgia's going to take. Come Sunday morning, easy, you're going to be like solo. Why was I so stressed? What was I worried about? Uh, I hope you're right. Two two years ago, last time Georgia lost a game, by the way, was this game two years ago, and they were six-point favorites in that game as well. So doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's more like this Bama teammate. No. It's more like the boogeyman than it is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, don't worry don't worry about the ghosts of seasons past. This this they're gonna win. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. Well, if Brock Bowers is healthy and on the field, I feel a lot better about my chances. And I think he, will he, will he will be. He will be. He will be. I just saw him doing some crystal meth. He's fine. All right. The American <laughs> Athletic Conference, Brett. SMU versus Tulane. SMU will be an ACC team next year. What a great matchup um, that I, no one will be watching. Um, the Sun Belt Championship. Appalachian State versus Troy. Woo! Just during the commercial breaks of this game, I'm going to be flipping over to the Georgia Alabama game. But I cannot <laughs> wait for yeah. this Appalachian State Troy. Yeah, no, this is going to be a tight game, and uh, tight as our senior prom, uh, you know, date. Hey now, right. hey, hey now. Oh, speaking of wide open dates, to be oh uh, the Big Ten Championship. Michigan versus Iowa. Wow, I just fell asleep reading that. <laughs> Michigan better win this game by like 40. Yeah. The point spread I mean, is 23 and a half, I think. <laughs> but it's... honestly, I think that's way too high. Um, I know Iowa can't score, but their defense is pretty good too, right? Like the, the over-under on this game I think is – Okay. Five. I also it, think is this is this. I'm going to read some teams off to you here. Iowa. Yes, their defense statistically is very good. Nebraska, Illinois, Rutgers, Northwestern, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Michigan State, Penn State, Western Michigan, Iowa State, Utah State. That was their schedule. The only oh. team that they played that was any good, Penn State, they gave up 31 points to. Okay, fair enough. They're they're gonna get slaughtered. This is gonna be, this is gonna be bad, <laughs> real bad. I would six to three. It's yeah. I think Michigan is gonna destroy them. 
I know they're statistically Iowa defense is good, but they're not going to be able to stop Michigan. I'll be okay. shocked. You know what? You're <laughs> smelling the salts of the bath, and don't do it. Oh, I have I have to lean on Andy's expertise here. I would. I mean, Ando the, lives in a cave, and he doesn't get much information. The, but Gophers, the fact that he got Iowa's information is like big time. Well, the Gophers beat Iowa. Michigan beat the Gophers fifty-two to ten. So take it with what you will. BTK. That's, I mean, it's it, it, yeah. They're they're gonna. It's. I All think right. it's gonna be bad. <laughs> anyway, in the that, last that next game. <laughs> Yeah, the last championship game, ACC championship, Louisville versus Florida State. Now, Louisville lost to Kentucky in a surprise, killed one of my parlays. Florida State did beat Florida, but, of course, they're without their starting quarterback. Um, that was I got a weird feeling one. Louisville is going to win. I have a weird feeling. Like, everyone's like, oh, Louisville yeah. lost to Kentucky, blah, blah, blah. Louisville could win and knock Florida State out. But I don't know. Well, Florida I mean, State could have lost to Florida if Florida were competent at all. Yeah, they, right. They totally blew that game. Even at the very end, where they, if you saw the uh, the targeting call on, on their quarterback um, on a third down play, they, uh, Florida would have got the ball back down by two. But, but they had two guys targeting a quarterback who slid five yards short of the first down marker oh. for an automatic first down. Oh. Oh. It's just Florida is just a mess right now, but you know yeah. Florida State got got out of it, so they're still undefeated. Yeah, I hope they lose. I don't want to see Florida State in the final. Anyway, that's it. The love seat stained, but we clean it up, and we uh, we'll be yeah. more on the love seat once bowl season comes. Yeah, it'll be nice and clean for next week's podcast. Yeah, fucking Mount Union, my Division Three team, lost in the second round. Disgrace. That was a major upset. Yeah, but North Central is the team. They've been awesome the last few years. Anyway, we'll get to it when we get to the Division Three title. And you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm exactly. sick of? I'm sick of the State Farm, Mahomes, Mahato, Mahato commercial that's on every other fucking commercial uh-huh uh anyway so it's even worse up, if folks. you're watching these games streaming because like the streamers only have like two or two or three commercials <laughs> yes. they just cycle through uh, uh-huh. every single freaking commercial break <laughs> oh i know mom's motto I, I don't get it i don't either it's so stupid anyway speaking of stupidity that wraps up a pod this week. Any final thoughts, Ando? I have zero. I've gotten it all. I've laid it all on the table, so I have nothing left. Another great show, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Good for you. And Good Axel, you. we you missed you. Doing. You better be here next week. Yeah, screw Axel. And all you right. better show and, up tomorrow uh, when we podcast about a murder at the end of the world. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm now I'm done. Yeah. Uh, BTK, any last words? I, th- I think the Jets Falcons over under is like 33 and a half or something. Go under, people. Go <laughs> under. This is going to be an ugly game. No one's going to be able to score. Ritter versus Boyle, folks. That's that's like Montana Elway esque right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, yeah. 
Yeah, that's like Starbuck Bradshaw. Anyway, <laughs> all right, folks, that ends this edition of Around the Couch. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash DVR, become a patron. A couple bucks a month, you can help support us and uh, get first-run pods before anyone else. Or go to patreon.com slash DVR just to see what's going on. And, of course, Ando and Axel are doing murder at the end of the world. So, Daily DVR, you can follow that. And, you know what? A couple bucks a month, two bucks times 12 months, 24 bucks. You know, that's like four Starbucks coffees. You know, so, you'd rather have coffee, I know. But, you know, know, just do your thing. Anyway, for Axel, who is on assignment, for Ando... And BTK, I'm Heath Solo. We'll see you next time on Around the Couch. Welcome to East Carolina University. <laughs> <laughs>